This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. It's time to hold Cali down, nigga. Legend. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't think y'all ready for this one. I don't think y'all ready. Queen B knockout collabo. Uh-huh. And if you don't know, now you know. Working all day, and now it's on. Pull up and don't pay, and the line is long. Girls in the club, I wanna f- ice grilling this dust. I wanna thump. Is it cause I'm a shine? Major ice. I'm talking about blind, you Vegas lights. Never on the scene without my team. Cali, sticky green. No, it's on and popping. The DJ's rocking. Chickens is watching. Chickens is watching. Had a long day, yo. But the sham by the case loads. Pocket full of pesos. It's on the night. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hell styles. Hey, yo, this is crazy. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. I love man. These motherfuckers think it ain't a few. Fucking Cali legends out here. Wait a minute, bitch. Better respect to God. I know what he went up there and did. He ain't do what he was supposed to did. Timlin was fooling on this beat. Fighting weed, back at it again I know that it's my fault, you don't understand I got memories, this is crazy You ain't nothing like the girl I used to know Good with mom, good with pop, good with all my niggas Alright, alright, I, I see you, you I got see some you legends there. out hold here on, Hold on, hold on, hold on Come on, nigga Alright, how about this? Uh-oh Uh-oh Couple Cali legends. Yeah, I'm saying. Ray J, a real blood, too. Y'all better chill. I'm going to show you how real the blood is after this song. Just pardon my Girl, how you shake it? Got a nigga like. Ain't nobody threatened Ray J like that since Big told you about his man. <laughs> ain't no my man got a nigga. Hey, man. Oh, this one. Yo, my nigga Ray J like throwing the racks up. Off the deal. Yes, I got a thirteen million. Where you at? I got The, the song that, that sparked the weekend. <laughs> Come on. Cali legend. 
understand what we went through. I just wrong. don't understand why y'all niggas acting like that about Ray J. I gave you my heart. I gave you my soul. I, I gave you. As a matter of fact, I was the one who said I loved you first. It was about eight years ago. Don't act like y'all don't know. We were sitting at home in your mama's living room. See, your mama knew I was something else. She knew how I felt back then. We Come on. If I was a fool, and I can't lie, I'm missing you. Listen and don't trip. Think I need a bottle with a genie in it. Here's my wish list. I will create a heart changer. I'll take yours and fill it up. I'm gonna tell you what, it's funny. And Ray J hit it first. I mean, facts. <laughs> it's funny here because it's like listening to that shit. We got the headphones on. The notes wasn't great. But they were <laughs> like, horrible. They weren't horrible, but they wasn't great then, man. Good records, man. Hello, man. One more from the God. Oh, just to keep this shit even. And it's just O on the hook, nigga, but fuck that. Is it Rick Ross? I mean, and Wale, you know what I'm saying? Give him that good MIA. Tell him something, O. Fuck around, care. I miss this era of Maybach music. This shit was lit. What you say, oh? My new lady said she leaving me. I'll fuck around, care. Plus I got another over there. She been wanting to be with me. Got her in her underwear. Gave her what she want, now she need me. I got more of that coming of a song. Hey, man. My nigga was talking this shit, man. Of course, I better most, put some fucking respect on the guy. Yo. I won't hit y'all niggas with the most disrespectful song of all time, Ray J. Boyfriend. But man, just know, man, just know, everybody could get I, it. We didn't read and play it a couple times on the Bobby pod. Brown. <laughs> we gonna have to play royalty, so I'm, let not, me, I'm not going. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna play it again. Let me talk to you, man. Sheesh. Hey, y'all already know what the. Is going on, man. Welcome back to episode 245 of This Week in Culture. I am your esteemed host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? 245, and nigga, grab that. Come on. Me sucker for love, niggas, a blast that. Come on. Come on, man. This week, we bring to y'all a review of everything that happened because apparently the last week y'all just wanted to get on my fucking nerves dog we also got a return of the blackberry letter this week come on come on shout out to the homie for sending her letter in man uh we got some voice notes we're gonna talk a little p valley we're gonna talk flatbush uh misdemeanors we're gonna talk the shy season five started over the weekend man um great fucking time in in the culture, I guess, if you enjoying like tweetable shit, but it was some bad content that came out this past week, dog. Really bad content. It man. was a lot of bad content came out this past. It the content was so bad, I didn't hate the shot this week. Shot wasn't bad. The bad. shot wasn't bad, dog. Like when we got, I'm so glad I waited till Sunday to really sit down with the shy. Because if I'd have watched it along with the other shit, I might have gotten like I I'd have just rolled it up in the mess. But the shy was actually all right. I seen a few people like, nah, the shy is full of shit. Dude. And I'm like, this one wasn't that bad, dog. Like, I I get it. I know that the shy kind of 
has some residual stink on it from the last couple seasons, but this episode, save for a few just really unrealistic parts here and there, shit wasn't that terrible, man, and we're going to talk about it. But before we get to all that, want to thank the listeners, the supporters, everybody rocking with us, everybody fucking with us in the culture, man. Um, new listeners, we appreciate y'all for tapping in. Old listeners, man, we appreciate the loyalty. We love y'all, man. Oh, let's get it, man. Uh, did you watch the verses? I saw the lowlights. <laughs> man. Because why would I watch a five-hour versus? When I turned the verses on, I didn't know what, I didn't know the people who were on stage. <laughs> and it looked like they were about to fight. Because why Sammy look like that? And I didn't even know that nigga. D-Ray had to come out and, like, try to calm everybody down. Yeah. And, like, we got to respect the house of Swiss and Tim. Like, it really looked like they was about to fight. And I'm like, who are these people? And where is Omarion and, and, uh, Mario. and Mario? It was too... Yo, first of all, Mario... I ain't never seen a versus with a with an opening act. So they, I saw when it when it got billed, I saw that they were doing Omarion versus Mario, and then I realized what versus was doing. Instead of doing my idea that I pitched in 2020 when versus first kicked off, and just doing like versus Junior, where like niggas who got like ten hits can do their battle, they said, "All right, we'll bring two ten hit niggas up here with Mario and Omarion." But then we'll fill out the rest of the card with some other shit. We, they, they brought in a fucking undercard for verses. Well, I think we need to just play the songs. Fam. Yeah, don't let these niggas get to singing, dog. Everybody ain't ready for no live stage, I bro. I don't want to even see it. Like, this verses possibly would not even been bad if they just played if the they just songs. Played they, fam, Omarion would have won if they played their songs. Jeremiah can't sing. Jeremiah can't. Come on, man. Jeremiah told y'all three, four years ago when he had a stunt double out there. That he ain't really singing. This nigga don't even show Bro, up. Bro, it's not me on stage, nigga. I'm MF I Doom, nigga. I about that, dog. Jeremiah was MF Doom, nigga. It's not me under the mask, dog. Like, what is y'all talking about? But the records is the, the records. The records is heat. Play the records, my nigga. Come on. Bobby V got heat. Bobby V got Detroit through like two summers. Bobby nigga. V was up there singing a song I ain't never heard in my life. Come on, and bro. Everybody in the crowd was singing it. I've never heard this song. Omarion before. brought Tank out to see O. Don't ever bring your man to sing O to you. Like, why is he singing Oh, You know what O stood for with Tank? You the oldest nigga in this fucking venue, nigga. Why are you on the stage with them, dog? Why did y'all watch this? Come on, man. Why was this five hours? Why would, Then they came in concert in Detroit. The next day. And for a six-hour concert. Nigga, Sammy, Bobby V, Mario, they found Lloyd and Maya somewhere in the back getting their hair gelled. Them niggas just popped up at the Aretha. Come on, bro. It's a long-ass concert. Five hours on Versus? And then you got Ray J about to big blood all you niggas because y'all over there mocking one wish because he couldn't hit the note. And I know it ain't sound great. I listened. That nigga ain't never hit that note. <laughs> he's, he's never hit that note. Yeah, that nigga. Ray J said, hey, hey, I'm I'm impressed with Sammy. I ain't even know he could hit that run like that. That's a difficult run. Ray J, we know it's difficult because we just heard you try it. That nigga said he couldn't hit it because he was holding his baby. I had God. no idea who Sammy was. Fam. Sammy had like two joints when he nigga, was little. When he a child, yeah, like you can't and be. Here's the fucked up part: Sammy can really fucking sing. Him and Mario was the only two niggas up there who could blow, and Bobby V ish. Um, but nigga, why are you up here? Pleasure P, why are you here? No, I had no idea that when they showed this picture. Like, who the fuck is this nigga? Fam, he looks like a goon. He looked like Omarion, brother. It's fucking three niggas. Why Omarion was eating that watermelon like that? I heard about it. Like, bro. I, I didn't watch this shit. Like, like I'm gonna no, all I seen was the clips. 
I see what you niggas post on Twitter and Instagram, dog. One, first of all, I told y'all Versus was over back when Monica was playing uh, Down For My Niggas versus Bandy. Brandy, like that was her song. I think it's And Brandy just, turned on Moesha. I think it's just the matchups and every, I don't want to see a concert every time. Nah. Like, nah. I, I just don't. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed when Versus was raw and they like were sitting down plugging their phones in and playing their hits. Like when the Izzy Brothers... Did they battle? That was dope. No, y'all could have played. Oh, hold up, Izzy's versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. Play the song. No, that wasn't dope. That wasn't dope. Cause oh, that was around the time where they start doing the same room and shit. I didn't like that. I was really over it when they start same room and niggas. Play play the song. Like same room works when it's like Jada and Fab, and they can just mouth over. Yeah, yeah. They lyrics and shit, but I don't. Yeah, and like we got the one offs since I was done with verses like uh, Dipset Locks. That's a that's classic for Jada in the locks, but um. Yeah, man, it's it's over for that versus screen, dog. I don't don't put me on that versus screen, dog. Well, it just don't nec- it just don't necessarily need to be a concert. Yeah, yeah. Like, and if it's gonna be a concert, I want the people doing it to treat it like a concert and practice vocally. No, I just that's not how we heard the song though. Mm-mm. We didn't fall in love with the live version of the song. Yeah, we fell in love with the CD version. So play the CD version. In the history of my verses. life, I never asked for Sammy. Pleasure P. I never asked for Sammy anything. And facts. And Bobby Sammy V. Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis nope. Jr. Jr. Nope. I don't even know what Pleasure P was doing up there. Like, where did they find this nigga? That's a wild name. Pleasure P. That's a wild name. Like, come on. And he, like, Pulse. living with it. Yeah, nah. He, Pleasure P Valley. He a wild nigga, dog. Um, but them niggas got together in three part harmony, like uh, Lavert on New Jack City singing around a trash can, and started singing fucking One Wish. Like, bro, why are y'all doing this? Don't do this to me. Um, y'all lucky Ray J ain't big blood, y'all. Y'all lucky he was holding his baby, or it would have got fucking ugly. Jackie Long was on the stage for Yo, nothing. How come Bone didn't do the me killer, me killer, me killer? Like, cause they in the harmony like you that. With me. Not that part. But um, <laughs> but like that have been fire as fuck on stage. Yeah, I wonder if they still harmonize like that. I feel like Crazy Bone and maybe Lazy can. Busy, I don't know. I don't know if he's still getting down like that. Jeez. Them you niggas can sing though. Like, come on. Hey, but the ear don't fuck with the bone. Yeah. Hanging and slanging and. I think it's bone fault that the world is in the state it's in because we ain't know we was putting a curse on Earth yeah. <laughs> for like eight years. Ouija is still with us. <laughs> <laughs> and ask this, we asked this nigga to follow us. The Ouija no, is still following us. That so. nigga will not go nowhere. Dog. Bone need a like a resurgent <laughs> album. Nigga came with, Ouija was like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, like why they ask for reassurance? Like, tell me, Ouija. Yeah. No, nigga, don't tell yo. Ouija with Diamond on P-Valley. P like, <laughs> oh, man. Hey, yo. Versus was, that was horrible. And I want Swiss Beats and Twister, or not Twister, Timbaland. <laughs> not Twister. I want Swiss and Timbaland to, like, I don't know, Just man. change up the format. Like, everybody doesn't need a concert. Yeah. It, we, like don't, if, we don't have to have people touch that stage like that. Yeah. Like, they can come up there, have their DJ, play their joints, and, like, keep it, you know what I'm saying? But they... This got like ghetto, dog. Like everybody want to be a tough guy. Yeah, like come on. And then my apologies to Mario, because when we was looking for Baltimore artists for uh, we own this city. I don't want to hear the nigga <laughs> crooning about crack. Nah, nah, nah. Because Mario got the one joint with Gucci. That's my shit. That's my shit. That's a certified hit. 
My bad. I don't think of Baltimore. I don't think of Mario when I think of Baltimore. I Only Mario in Baltimore I think of is Stansfield. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. But that's an instant win right there. And I, I mean, I'd have played that for ten weeks straight. Um, but that said, yo, versus they got to figure something out because right now I feel like at this point the brand is looking bad. I mean, they like, sold it. It don't matter. I mean, now. yeah. Oh, Timberland and Swiss got their money. But, like, y'all looking, it still look bad for y'all. Triller about to be like, yo, uh, we got, like, a clause in that bitch. <laughs> we can get a third back because y'all niggas looking rough, man. Did you watch? I know I didn't. Uh, any of the BET Awards? Not at all. I did not check it out, but I will say from what I heard, these is probably the best awards they had in a long time. Like, a lot of people were there. I saw the clip of Shine's performance. I saw Kanye talking on stage looking hot as ever, like temperature heat um, with a who, bubble coat. Who the BET Awards was coming on before last night? No clue. No clue. Literally until the red carpet started and I saw shit on Instagram, I had no clue. What they advertise this at? Never seen it. Don't you who watch Taraji hosted two years in a row? Don't you watch BET Plus? Nigga, just watched it for Martin. Where was the commercial for Never the BET Awards? Never seen it. I'm still trying to figure out why they put B, the Martin shit on BET Plus only. Ain't nobody buying that shit. Fam, my mom literally did a free Amazon trial and canceled it while it was still on. Because she was like, I'm, I'm never watching anything else. As soon as we left out of here, I went to the crib. That bitch was on the fire stick. There it is. There it is. Um, But that said, BET Awards, they honored my nigga Puff. Uh, I think Puff is a culture vulture. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, that's my nigga. That's my nigga. I, I get certain shit. End of the day, though, I think all these motherfuckers is culture he also vultures. The, he specifically the reason Biggie and Pac did. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I just don't like him. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. Big, my favorite artist. Yo, man, Biggie verse, the opening verse on "Long Kiss Goodnight" is one of the greatest verses ever made, dog. I could not stop rapping that shit the other day, just for no reason. Like I was just in the car. Um, Sean looked good though. Yeah, man. He changed. The Shout lyrics. to Sean. Uh oh. Also, I don't know if it's true, but I saw it floating. Uh, speaking of Sean. They say him and Janae got a baby on the way. Well, he had so, her on, on his Mother's Day post. Maybe that's why they think that. Got you, got you. Well, if they do, congrats to Sean, man. We we love Sean over here, dog. Rep the city hard as ever, man. Um, That's my guy, too. Uh, also, while we just talking, like, celebs and shit, I just want to say a quick prayer for uh, my nigga Shaka down in Atlanta. That's Ludacris's manager, the CEO of Disturbing the Peace. Um, somebody I actually know personally, really cool dude. Uh, he dated a really close friend of mine for a long time while I lived in Atlanta. So I was around him a lot. He's a good guy. Uh, he was one of three men who got shot outside a bar in mm. Atlanta last night in the parking lot. Um, one man died. And uh, Shaka and the other man survived, but they said right now it's no update on their uh, their condition. So mm. he, Shaka's an older dude, man. Like, and it's kind of you know when when you in your upper forties approaching fifty, I think he might be over fifty now. Um, almost certain of it. Uh, you don't expect to still be involved in shit like that, man. Like, not that late in the game, dog. Like, I remember last year. You remember that shit with Clarence Avant, where his wife got killed in that. Like shit like that. Like, fam, we made it through. Real shit in this game, dog, and in decades and decades of work for stuff to, you know, end up like that, man. So I just want to say peace, prayers to Shaka, prayers to the other dude who got shot, and uh, peace and rest in peace to the one who passed, man. Hopefully the mother two make it through. Uh, let's see what else going on, man. Um, 
It's a couple couple new shows out that I thought was kind of fire. Uh, it's one called The Old Man with Jeff Bridges. Yeah, um, I've been waiting for a couple to catch. Yeah, up. they episode three just came on. I think Saturday. It was made Friday or Saturday. It was made available. So now I can, you can binge through a few. Um, but the old man is rocking. Go check that out. That's my kind of content. Yeah, facts, facts. Um, because it's it's quality content. You feel me? Um, I know we're gonna talk about it. Westworld but, is back, man. Westworld lost me last season, man. I watched it, but I was I wasn't. The last two haven't been my favorite seasons, but I just yo. So, in preparation for Westwood to come back, you know I'll be watching. Follow these couple YouTube channels who be breaking everything down. Uh huh. Uh, it was it was so heavily layered. I can get on first watch. I felt the same. Yeah, yeah. But it made me go back and watch certain episodes. I'm like, yo, this shit is super fucking heavy. Yeah. Um. It's another show. So uh, the old man comes on FX. It's another show on FX slash Hulu called The Bear. That shit was good. Then a motherfucker shorty started watching it yesterday. Um, it's about a chef in Chicago uh, trying to run his family's uh, little sandwich shop in the shy. It was just really fucking interesting content. She started watching it and recommended it. And what I kind took of hold did the shy have on Hollywood? I don't know. They filming a lot of shit in Chicago, ain't they? Did they threaten them? <laughs> they, I mean You ain't from 63rd like, nah, They might have put on? something on phone them nigga. They I mean, might have just did it dog. Uh, and it's one more show on FX That I thought was pretty fucking fire I'm gonna find the name for y'all Cause it's not pulling up in the search I just did But FX got a lot of content dog I fuck with FX FX is very much so like HBO of cable I like AMC too believe it or not AMC got fired, nigga. AMC, I always used to confuse with FX for some of them shows, dog, because they keep some heat over there, man. Um, coming back, uh, my show Dave is coming back to Hulu soon. Um, that's my shit. Hopefully, it comes back to a lot better fucking uh, experience than we got with Atlanta coming back because I Atlanta I didn't feel really at all, save for a few episodes. They tried to do too much, man. I don't um, even think I watched the last episode. Damn, was the last one? Oh, the last one was weird as fuck, dog. It was weird it. as fuck. It's on bro. my DVR. I mean, it's sitting there. It was with uh, what's old girl Zazie, um, Zazie Beats. Uh, it's her character, but she's pretending to be somebody. It was so weird, dog. Like I really didn't know what the fuck was happening. Apparently, bro. Chance, Chance, uh, Donald Glover, his brother wrote it, and he said he don't care that y'all don't understand it. Y'all gonna get another version just like this. Okay. You don't care if niggas watch this. Well, here's the thing, dog. I feel like once you announce, yo, we're we're filming our final two seasons and then we done, I feel like it's kind of hard not to be like, "Mm, fuck this shit. Like, I don't really care. Because it was spots of really creative genius in this season. Like that episode that Kevin Samuels was on. That was a great fucking episode of TV. I enjoyed that. But then there was other episodes where I was like, I really don't know what the fuck's going on. And it was too many of them. And niggas trying to overdeep. On uh, Twitter with the y'all niggas just don't understand y'all don't see the vision with the I'm like man relax. relax. I even thought the Kevin Samuels one was like I mean it's a we get it you half white half black so let me say a bunch of black shit to see if you catch it like I mean I got it yeah, yeah it yeah. made sense and all but it wasn't I wasn't like I, I mean I ain't, I ain't need to dig through here's the thing a lot of that sh- if the show was presented seasons one or two. As like an anthology type series, those episodes wouldn't have felt off. 
But when you give me one of them and then give me the crew, it's and then give even, me one of them, then give me the crew, it's, it's weird, not even bro. the show that we started watching. Not even nowhere near, bro. It was a broke nigga trying to get on in a rap game and a cousin who was and really a cousin smart. Who, was, who had a hit song. A cousin that was really smart, but not utilizing his talent. And we was like, okay, he's going to finally get it. Like, you never even gave us that journey. You just popped up in Paris. Yeah. Yo, filming. Or wherever the fuck they were at. Amsterdam, wherever. They was all over Europe. Filming. The second to last season of Atlanta, anywhere but Atlanta, is wild to me. That's wild as fuck to me, dog. But, um, uh, hold up. It was something else I wanted to speak on real quick. We talked Atlanta. We talked versus. Oh, man, real quick. I just wanted to give a fucking. I don't care what y'all niggas say. Stop doing that fucking honesty box, dog. On the gram, y'all. Like, relax on that honesty box. You niggas is almost 40, if not 40. Y'all embarrassing yourselves. Dog. She don't like you. She don't like you. And he don't like you. He don't like you. He not going to say nothing but some freaky shit in your honesty box. She never going to know who the fuck you are that said the freaky shit. Stop. Y'all niggas is embarrassing me, dog. And y'all embarrassing Swiss Beats and Timbaland, bro. And you are embarrassing yourself. Cause Most importantly, dog. I be seeing them questions. They Damn. They very lowly of you. Come on, dog. Like, come on. Y'all niggas is mothers and fathers. Like, relax, bro. I'm seeing a lot of y'all go on there. Here's the thing. Y'all don't have to post the shit that ain't great. Like, y'all posting shit like, motherfuckers is like, yeah, you know you a dumb bitch. <laughs> and you like, wow, why would you say that to me? Why would you post it? Boy, you post that dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, now you prove dog right, man. Uh, so quit with the honesty box, dog. This is not, I, that shit was fun in 2010 for y'all. Yo, that shit gonna leak. Oh, and when it do, because they always leak. The last one leaked in 2010 or whatever year that was. Like, y'all know it's coming soon where all this honesty box shit is going to leak. And then y'all going to be looking stupider than you already look. So just relax, dog. All that shit you was talking about in your mama's uh, honesty box. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't like how you told me to go clean it. Talking all that shit to your to your best friend in yeah, her honesty box. Yeah, and then when she found out it was you, oh boy. Y'all don't be playing no games, nigga. Chill with that honesty box. Grow the fuck up. Y'all niggas is like fucking Benjamin Buttons, dog. I swear you niggas is aging backwards, and I don't like it, man. Chill out. All right, yo. We got a Blackberry letter in this, bitch. We ain't had one in a long time. So I had to bring the drink so y'all know what the fuck it was. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. Y'all know the vibes, man. Blackberry letter from the homie. We keeping things anonymous. Um, this shit is titled Dusty Ass Friend. <laughs> hey guys. That's us. Hope all is well and many blessings. Blessings to you too. So I got this homegirl who I met through my homeboy. <laughs> they a homebody. <laughs> Did I say that? No. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, I just sent her ass home. All right. I got this homegirl who I met through a homeboy. Now, at my big age, I don't go out looking to make friends. I got some solid day ones with 20 years plus in the game. For whatever reason, I decided to give their dusty pathological lying asshole a chance. My issue is, I think she's trying to get me into a three-way, and that's uncomfortable. <laughs> I get that people have their kinks, but the audacity to think that I would allow my soft, supple, moisturized skin to touch both of their dusty, no sunscreen wearing asses. Let's not forget that I got a man who they both know about and they be inviting them to the party. So now y'all want me to cheat with dust? 
So is it the fact that they want you to cheat or they just dusty? Or that they dusty and you don't like them? Because I feel like if they was two cute people, you might be down with the crown. Nigga. Down mm. with the king. She said, long story short, she told on herself. And the cool person that I thought she was turned out to be a mental head case. How do I end our friendship before we go to this event together? Why are you going to? Or do I wait until after the event? Always looking forward to some drunken advice. So I guess they got an event that they going to. And she want to end the friendship. She don't know if she should do it before or after. Here's the thing. If you go to the event and y'all drink and or do any drugs, you might end up in that threesome y'all want to be in. That's a fact. But like... So I just want to make sure I understand. So you don't like the relationship or the friendship is because essentially they want to have sex with you. Yeah. And and that makes them not friends with you. Yeah. Um, Be like, no, I don't really get down like that. Yeah. And I, then continue to. I feel like a simple no is cool. Nah, I, I kind of see where you're hitting at. Nah, I'm a, I'm a straight. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, me and my nigga, we, <laughs> me and my nigga, we sis. You feel me? No, no, no. Sis niggas. You uh, know what I'm saying? We we straight. And, uh, like, I mean, that would be it. Now, the dust part, like, you. Yeah, if they dusty and dirty looking, then that's another thing. Why man. you be friends? But why would you befriend them? Because, the like. And why y'all going to an event together? Why you going to an event with somebody you don't like? Because you should just don't go. Yeah Something yeah. happened Yeah Can't go I'm like did she hit on you or something <laughs> What is this event <laughs> Cause I had heard about some parties You feel me I mean <laughs> I Yeah Where heard about some parties Where y'all Where y'all headed <laughs> Heard about your little block party <laughs> uh, Sam Where y'all headed to man Cause that could change the game I think I'm not ever planning to end a friendship And here's the thing I don't know because this sounds like somebody who's kind of new in your circle, in your aura, it don't sound like a friendship per se, like nothing that would need to be ended. Yeah. This sounds like more of a fallback. I tell you what, uh, women make friends too easily. Told y'all stop claiming everybody y'all best friend. Y'all don't even know their middle name. Nigga, relax. Like, I know you said you don't make, like, a lot of friends and shit, but, like, women, you say they say two, two, three nice things to each other at a party, and now they BFFs and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that shit kind of weird, but... I've seen some niggas do that shit too. So yeah, big Look, bro. Man. Oh my god, my, nigga, you met me four minutes ago. Yo, big I, bro. I remember back in like two thousand six, two thousand seven. No bullshit. I posted on Facebook. Don't bro me if you don't know me. For real. Don't bro me if you don't know me, dog. And uh, no big homie, no big. No, like I'm not the big blood. I'm not the the OG. I'm not. I'm none of you niggas OG, bro. Like I don't. I swear I don't know most of y'all non uh, Instagram name. Anyway, I barely be knowing y'all niggas Instagram name when I go to search to say, look at this lame ass nigga right here talking about I'm big, bro. I don't know you niggas, dog. So everybody, calm the fuck down, relax, and uh, yeah, man. Jay say no big. No big homie, don't big bro me. Man, don't do it, dog. Just just chill. But it sounds like you got a situation that you could smoothly fall back from by just being like, yo. Now, you know what? You said it the first time. At this big age, don't be beating around the bush. Yo, I don't want to do that kinky shit. That's not my thing. Yo, so y'all, if, y'all was if, cool enough to, to set the plan to go to this event with. But, like, but I ain't trying to fuck. Yeah, and if that's the basis of our friendship, I'm going I'm to go I, ahead and fall back. I'm going to have to fall back. Like, God bless y'all, man. I hope y'all find whoever y'all want to get kinky with. But I ain't the kinkiest motherfucker out here, man. Yeah, and I kind of think it's disrespectful 
for me and my nigga to be around and yeah. y'all trying to still snatch me. Now my Come nigga on. looking like he weird. My nigga shit. looking like a sucker. Like he a old uh old cuckold ass nigga, bro. You think I'm marrying a cuck? <laughs> what the cuck? Nigga, like, come like, on, bro. Damn, don't have me. Like, if I'm somewhere and everybody know I'm the fool, but I don't know I'm the fool, that's a yeah. fucked up position to put your mans in. Because what if what if your mans is out there, y'all go to whatever this little event y'all about to go to, and then somebody tell them, like, yo, you know they ran your girl. They be like, they be ramming her, nigga. Him and her. Like, now your man at the event standing there looking like that one meme with dog in the corner of the party with the party hat on. He and that motherfucker looking like uh, Emmett. <laughs> Singing fucking Carl Thomas and shit, dog. Do not go to this event with them before you had his convo. Because here's the thing. The event could be fun for everybody, depending on what y'all are doing. But don't, like, cancel your plans with your man. Cause you don't want to be Just tell them like Yo that ain't the type of time We on man And yo If that's what y'all wanted from me I'm gonna respectfully decline now, Nigga the fuck don't want that though Oh man Is she just assuming that Yeah are you You sure That you just They just gotta wanna fuck you As a couple Cause you got supple skin Come on man Tag team back <laughs> again Yeah motherfucker don't ever be like supple <laughs> Yeah I ain't, I ain't even like Reading that off <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't enjoy that It's only man. one thing that's supple on the Yo mind. That's wild I need to know more about how you know for sure they want to train you. Yeah. Like, they want to threesome you. Because how arrogant is you? Because now you want to threesome them. Yeah, yeah. Like, you like, don't you, think, why, like, every new you friend you get want a three-way, you dog. <laughs> I mean, because of skin. Motorola three-way page. Give it to me. Give me that, that, that. That she's stuff Yeah I don't know that they want you like that But you're gonna have to tell us something Give us a little bit more detail on that And the how you know That they really wanna train you man And uh, if if it sound legit Then like I said Back the if fuck you, off If it sound legit You must let them hit <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even feel like looking up too legit To quit that quick dog. I ain't wanna do it I ain't wanna do it dog. But um Yeah man uh, don't go to the event before you talk to them. Like, talk to them. Because this is an easy convo to have. Like, yo, y'all cool, but you kind of coming at me wild. And I don't, I don't, that's making me and my man uncomfortable. And just let them know that. And, like, if they cool, y'all go to the party, the, the event, whatever y'all going to, y'all have fun. Dinner, whatever it is, y'all sit down and y'all have a ball. Um, but, you know, if they take it weird and they jump your ass, and I don't, hey, our bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> advice is... Always, uh, it's always an asterisk of everything we tell y'all to do, man. Yeah, it's a fact. Hi, right, man. Let's get into some of these voice notes, yo. Yeah, somebody sent in. Oh, Rob Silver got the unprecedented voice notes. He sent three of them things. All right, we about to start off with this one. Right All right, here. bet, bet. Hold up, Isaac. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got you. We got you. I got the wrong cord plugged in. You feel me? We got you. We right here. What up, man? What up, Jay? This is Isaac. Represent Gary, Indiana to the fullest. Gary, Indiana. What up? Went through, so I'm going to just send it again. Um, as far as P-Valley, Andre got a lot of audacity because he's been acting wild single for the last year, and now he want to crying wine when he catches his wife getting her esophagus bruised. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I probably should have cut the episode off around 40 minutes and I could have done without seeing the last <laughs> 20 minutes of this episode, dog. But it is what it is. As far as the shy, um, 
I like where they're going with this season. It seems like it might be kind of a more lighthearted tone. Um, I think Dude's response to Keisha was a response to all the criticism he faced for being too nice. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and Papa needs his ass beat. Because what I know <laughs> about Papa, he'll throw his friends under the bus to get content for his black-ass podcast. So keep up the good work. Love y'all. Peace. My dog, Isaac, shout out to you. Shout out to Gary, Indiana. When I drove to Chicago last week, um, or last weekend, rather, uh, Gas wherever we was at in Hyde Park in the shot it was like six something. So I said, Fuck it, we about to sputter over to Gary, Indiana real quick. <laughs> Pulled up to Gary, <laughs> quick four ninety nine on them hoes. I saw four ninety nine today. Oh yeah. Oh, if you go I don't know where you was at, but if you hit Southfield to Ford Road and yeah. just go west on Ford, you gonna see uh, or Michigan Avenue, Ford or Michigan Ave. You're gonna see a lot of four somethings. But you see this, what they trying to do. This is the part y'all don't. They took us up to damn near six. So when they bring us down to four, y'all think it's good. I know what the fuck y'all doing, man. But salute to Gary for getting me gas at 499 and getting me to the cribbo. Um, Isaac, I agree with you. I think this first episode of The Shy was, uh, it wasn't bad. It set some shit up. I do think Papa Nita's ass beat, too. He was talking a little greasy about about Jake in front of the whole school, man. And uh, he'd do a lot for that podcast, dog. See, that's why me and Jay, we a different type of potter over here, man. We don't get down like that. I don't blast my friends on this pod. Or in the name of this pod. It's just not necessary. I leave them anonymous when I blast them. Facts, facts. <laughs> like we just did with that Blackberry letter. Salute to the homie. Um, as far as P Valley, uh uh are we gonna talk about Andreas? Um him and his wife, because as much as he got some nerve, she got a lot of fucking nerve too. Uh talking about wear your mask, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck is that on your face? The little N ninety five marks. Trying to make it like she been at work for 16 days When you been sucking dick You ain't wear that mask when you was sucking dick Not at all Kind of COVID in your fucking eye That's what she said Come on um, Yeah man but we gonna get to that uh, Got this other voice note About the shy speaking of From the homie Rob Silva I don't know Was Rob sending in the shy voice notes last year I can't no, he remember just caught up this Yeah week. yeah he just Yeah cause I'm like Rob ain't never said nothing about the shot, man. So this is exciting to see what my dog think. Um, do do do. All right, here we go. What's up, brothers? Explain to me why the shot's still Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, Rob, you in MCC right now. <laughs> my nigga Rob in MCC in the corner. Rob sound like he's recording that from the trunk of a car. Fam. Yo, Rob. And we in the main cabin. No. <laughs> Sound like he recording. That's the trunk of a uh, Ray Carruth trunk. <laughs> Shit. Hold up. Let's see if this volume get a little better. Ah, uh, Rob, Rob. I hate to cut that one off, dog. But that vo- that that wasn't the greatest audio. I don't want the the audience trying to decipher that. And that's my volume to the max. All right. Let's see what uh. Let's see what Rob thought about that Flatbush misdemeanors, man. Hopefully he switched vehicles, you know what I'm saying, and got in a better truck. <laughs> Yo, who kidnapped Rob? <laughs> see what my guy thought about Send Flatbush. proof of life, Rob. Please hit us up. Let us know you all right, Rob. There we go. Kevin Iso, that's how you say his name, acted his ass off on this episode of Flatbush misdemeanors. Um, very well done episode. Um, 
it showed the dynamic between Kevin and his family, his parents, his sister. And you see why Kevin is so awkward when he's around uh, Dan, Dan's stepfather, and um, Hassan Johnson, the whole nine. And it was a great episode to give you a background story on, on Kevin's character. I love the dynamic between Kevin and his ex-girlfriend. And uh, the her uh, the guy who worked the uh, the kitchen in the bar he was great and of course the mentor the art mentor for Kevin he was a scene stealer also a uh, Flatbush misdemeanors great show easily the best of the three that you guys are currently watching and reviewing shout out to our brother Curve Gotti he watched Half Nelson Curve want to know what you thought about that movie brothers. Jason, Anthony, talk to you next week. My brother, appreciate you as always. Yo, what'd you think about this episode of Flatbush, man? Yo, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I also, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that this was what was happening during the first mm-hmm, episode. Mm-hmm. They didn't really say that when that phone rang. But I that's figured kinda when I, I, oh, okay, this is what was going yeah, on. Yeah, because that them, them couple calls from Dan looked yeah. like them calls he was placing episode one. Uh, Yo, and now man. you understand why he didn't answer. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. you know, doing shit. I was, in, I was in some, you know what I'm saying? Um, yo, uh, salute to Kevin Iso. Um, salute to, because he also wrote this episode, which I'm like, my nigga, you kind of, you, you kind of, your talent is showing a lot right now. Because I agree, Rob, he acted his ass off. Um, he wrote his ass off. Salute to uh old girl who played his ex-girlfriend. So what was funny about her character She's on a show that I recommended y'all watch called Hightown on Stars, and um, she is her name is Imani Lewis. I'm sorry, yeah, that's her name, Imani Lewis. Um, and on Hightown, she's like a hardcore fucking drug dealer and like believable as shit. Like she be talking greasy to niggas, dog. Like she be looking like stone faced killers in the face. Like suck my dick, you bitch ass, and they be like. Oh shit! I right. she talking wild. Talk. She she got that in her, and to see her kind of shift over into this more girly role, um, but still had that hood, you know, flair to her. Still had her little bartender. She was just she killed that episode. Um, shout out to Sam J, uh, who plays Kevin's sister, um, comedian Sam J, who James. Pe- <laughs> I don't know what the the J stand for. I mean, like that's like Samaj. Is that? Is, is it spelled no. Samaj? No, 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 no. It's literally... Uh, now, I've watched her stand-up yeah, yeah. On, on Netflix. She's funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yup. No, it's J-A-Y. Yup. Let's see what... Uh, is that her... Oh, Samaria Johnson. She might be some kin to you. I don't know. I don't know. You Johnsons is everywhere, man. She kills it as his sister on here. Like, the two appearances she's had on here... What's crazy ...have really been is, funny, dog. I watched her stand-up mm-hmm. and didn't realize that was her. From the, the first Netflix joint, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it was her from the first season, yep. and when the second season, I was like, "What she become the sister, bro?" But like, she was her. The it whole was her. And then uh, I know y'all remember that show that uh, I recommended on the pod, Bust Down on Peacock. She's on there. Yeah, I remember her. And was hilarious on there. Like I from Gary and yeah, the the show was in Gary, Indiana. Shout out to Isaac again, man. Um, but Sam J killed it, yo. Kevin's dad was funny as fuck for like them little few minutes he was on screen. Mexican got on boots. <laughs> that nigga, 
Mexicans got on boats. Dog. And uh, I agree. The the art teacher kind of stole the show. Um, Dog at the bar who made the pancakes with the birthday candle was fucking hilarious, dog. Like, his tone killed the whole episode, bro. I, I thought this was a very good episode, Ali too. Ali Sadiq is the, who played his father. Got you, got you. Uh, he was funny as shit, dog. Ali, Ali, Ali Sadiq is funny as fuck. Uh, type his name in YouTube. He got yeah. a couple... Um, uh, I guess they was Comedy Central joints. Okay. Uh, he was just on Joe Rogan twice. <laughs> Nick, I thought you was about to say he was on Joe Road. I'm like, oh, uh, shit. But uh, He was on Joe Rogan twice. Okay. Al Sadiq, I mean, Ali Sadiq is funny as fuck. So, and type in Mexican got on boots. So if you <laughs> type in Mexican got on boots, that's, that's one him. of the funniest. That's, that's the big. <laughs> that's the one of the funniest shits ever. Like, he, what? Uh, kind of looking like in this picture, um... Sorry, nigga, man. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Because I got to fucking figure out this move. Hold on. Ali has done time in prison. I I can see that. I can look on his face. Okay, so look at this picture. Our nigga Keith David, right? For sure. He <laughs> like a young guy. He, he like Keith He looked like Keith David's son in this picture I just pulled up. Because that nigga just threw me off right here with this little cut. Nigga, this is Keith David and dead presidents all fucking day. Like, yeah, I just see yeah. it in that nigga face, man. Yeah. But salute to Ali Sadiq. I like Sadiq, Ali a man. lot, man. He got yeah. a, a really cool... He was on... Um, From Houston. Shout out to Houston, man. He was on... Um, what's my man's name? From Scar- Scarface. Willie D podcast, too. And um, with him and Scarface and all that shit. Oh, shit. Great uh, fucking episode. Fuck. Man. Okay. Great fucking yeah. episode. Yeah. My nigga Willie D, man. Shout out to Ghetto Boys, dog. My dad would listen to some shit like that. Um, all right. Uh, oh, what else happened on Flatbush? So, real quick rundown, man. Um, Kevin been back home this whole time at his parents. He clearly the fucking... Did you expect his, his house and parents, his living situation to be this way? No. Not no, I didn't. Um, also didn't expect for his parents to treat him like such a black sheep. Like, damn, <laughs> nigga, like, it was, first couple scenes, you know how, like, shit like that, it'd be funny, Yeah. but when you get older, like, it also be kind of sad when you're done laughing, like, damn, that's fucked up, they be talking to that nigga like that. I mean, you know, you're you gonna take your sister there, because, I mean, you ain't doing nothing else. You ain't doing nothing else, nigga, <laughs> and wash the dishes, nigga. And he like, take this back with no receipt. Like, he was like, did you take my receipt? Like, nigga, I what? <laughs> like, no, bro. Um, But they was talking to him so greasy, dog, and I was like, yo, I really want when they set characters up like that on a show, I want them to win. So when he was like talking to old girl at the bar and you kind of peep that it was his old lady, I was like, Oh, I hope I'll be like, get a moment back with her and shit where they could do it. Bam. When that nigga saw that tattoo on her back, bro, I, you know what exactly popped in my head? What's up? <laughs> you kind of fine, but a nigga name on your spine. Now respect my fucking mind. How I'm going to hit that from behind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> God damn. Cause how, nigga? And it was the biggest dug on her back, nigga. Uh, Nick Cannon? <laughs> Nick Cannon had that big, big ass, ass Mariah, Mariah nigga. That's I think when that's that's when Nick Cannon got the corny tag. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cause I it was ain't. a week later and he had that Mariah tag on his back. Now who knew he got he was gonna I be mean, married I mean, and have kids and, and be two there kids for by her, yeah. six, seven years. But like I think everybody was like Yo, y'all, because then they get married like really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I think and he had that tat really quick. I think that's the moment people was like, yeah. He kind of doing a lot. He yeah. kind of doing a lot. Um, old girl had that big ass dug on her back. Side note, what's that? 
like I don't know if it's true or not, but like they like eleven and twelve and thirteen is now coming. Like oh, Nick shit. Cannon kids. Nah, all right, my nigga. All right, now we leaning <laughs> off grandma. Nah, like, now we leaning off grandma. All right, my nigga. Grandma trying, stopped at seven, nigga. <laughs> like, I was trying to shoot, even though my grandma did have nine. Yeah, yeah. But like, my nigga, uh, I was shooting you some bail at, at not this point. Like, yeah. what, what's going on? Man? Yeah, like, no, nah, you you kind of, right. you kind of, and it's like, I, I think what's tripping me out is how back to back it is with different girls. Like, like I, I don't, again, I don't know if this is true. I was on Twitter like, yeah. yo, three girls have come forward saying they are also pregnant by I'm like, all right, man. You had a hell of a weekend one time, nigga. And like, won't just put them all in one crib and let everybody just like, yo, you watch your kid today. You watch the kids today. Like, you want to give all your money away before you go? Here's the thing, nigga. Throw me 35k, so I cover the rest of my life, and we gonna be all right, nigga. Like, we good, bro. I'm good with 35k. You gonna be paying millions for them? I'm good with 3540. I just need a little quick stipend, dog. Um, but all that said, Flatbush, phenomenal episode. By the end, I was happy to see Kevin return to New York to go back for the art fellowship. Clearly, when we come up on episode three, him and Dan gonna link. You ever go through us? I thought this was a cool episode because it was a. I was like, yo, these are a couple points that we can kind of touch on and talk mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever did something? Um, or was. At, or interested in something that your parents or loved ones didn't really understand. They didn't. They didn't want you to do that shit. Man, I remember the first clothing line I started. We didn't even really have no name yet. We just kind of had an idea for some shirts, and told my mom we was finna do it. And at the time, I wasn't working. I had quit my job on some principal shit. Stupid move, but fuck it. I'm a man of principle, nigga. Damn near invincible. And told my mom I was taking my last 3500 for inventory. So one shirt, nigga. <laughs> At least you ain't going to be close. One fucking shirt. <laughs> and this was 2015, 14, 15, somewhere in there. My mom, earlier this year, just threw away that bag of shirts. She said, get this shit out of my garage. <laughs> no, you should. We can probably get the bitches off now. Oh, no, the they was gone before I got home. Nigga. I mean, because we could have probably got It's off. funny. I I can't remember. Curve, let me know that I get you your T-shirt. I don't think I did. I owed Curve a shirt because I told him what they were. I'm like, yo, I'm, I just got them. They're doing nothing. Like, I literally want to give you a shirt. I don't think I got it to them because I couldn't find them. But it's the reason I couldn't find them because my mama threw them bitches the fuck out, said they was in her way. I'm like, fam, you got one car in the garage. In a two-car garage, you got one car and a bike. How is that duffel bag in your way, bro? So that's that. that was the first time my mom was like, she was like, you got 3500 saved up and you ain't working. You ain't got no leads. You just kind of out here. You just moved back to the city. You quit your job. You was making a lot of money at your job and you quit. But you was also spending all the money you was making when you was making it. So you ain't got but 3500 Why would you spend that on inventory? And I was like, it's my passion. <laughs> Yo, mom, you don't understand. I was like, my dog. I was like, you know what? Put a, put a T-shirt on Put a shirt on right now, dog. Feel me. She never felt me. Um, she never felt me, dog. What about you, bro? Um, Shit, the pod. You know, believe it or not, they always fuck with me. They with rock the with the pod. Um, when I was younger, I had always had some shit going. Mm-hmm. I had mail coming to the crib. Jay Johnson Entertainment. 
Like, <laughs> ink pens and shit They say Jake Johnson Entertainment Got Black City Gov shit Coming to the crib Oh shit And, um, and I was doing my music <laughs> shit Right Yeah yeah And uh, I remember first time My mama found me like, Found like some raps and shit She's like what is this <laughs> Cause you know yeah. No explicit Yeah But uh I mean They always did support me though Like I didn't even know my, You know mom worked at the radio station and shit she yep. passed the fucking CDs and Love. shit to DDT. I never Love. knew. Love. The nigga hit us up one day like, yo, I've been listening to this album for a couple weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to get on it. I gotta, we got to do something. We got to da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck knew? Man. Yeah, she had, she referred to him as like his real name. Yeah. She's like, oh, she's like, oh yeah, I passed it to such and such. I'm like. Yeah. You know, it's funny talking about this. You know, my pops, uh, my pops, Came out of prison And then had his accident in 98 So because of the time he spent in prison And then the, How close in proximity his accident was My pops never experienced The digital world Like he just didn't He missed that era um, I think he had a Nextel And that was like as far as he got In them two years he was out before his accident And uh, my pops asked me Every time I go over there Just asked me uh, yesterday I was with him you recording your podcast today? He has no clue what the fuck a podcast is. Like, none. And he yeah. always follows it up with, what radio station it come on? <laughs> and I'll be like, yo, Pop, it's on, like, the internet and the phone and shit. Like, you can get to it from your phone and you can get to it from the computer. I ain't got no fucking cell phone. And I'll be like, I know. And I don't want one neither because your mama keep calling me. She was like, the one time I got a phone when I got out, all your mama did was call me. I ain't never getting no phone. And that's how the convo go every, every time, time I see my dad, bro. Every time, and I be cracking up because I'm like, my dad would really listen to this pod every week if he knew how to fuck to get to it. Dog. My grandma asked me about this pod so many times. <laughs> Asking other family members and man, shit, I be like, man. like, nah, grandma, I can't, I can't, can't even put you down, I dog. Can't, <laughs> can't, Sorry, can't, can't do Sorry, it. grandma, because you gonna hear some things, you man. Oh man, like, that's funny. How do I get to your radio station? Like, <laughs> that's lit, man, dog. Like, you know, uh, I love because I love the genuineness of that shit, but it's like, no, nah, this ain't on one hundred and five nine, dog. But, like, the fear of disappointment mm -hmm. of my parents mm -hmm. is a real thing. Yeah. Well, it was a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Facts. I mean, to it, it still is. But, like, it was more of a realer thing. Yeah. And, like, so the conversation he had with his mom, she was, I mean, parents, they mean no harm. They don't. But they Will Smith told us. They, they just, just don't get it, bro. They just want you to be safe and secure. Yep. And I want to go, because you're going to have to take care of yourself when I'm gone. Yep. Right, so I want you to be stable. I know a, good, a way to, for you to be stable is to go to college and get a good and get an education. Yeah, that is a way to be stable. Yeah, regardless of what the popular opinion is, that is a way that you can be stable. That's what we want for you. So it may yep. it seems like I'm shitting on your dreams because your dreams is a risk, mm -hmm. and I've sacrificed everything so you don't have to risk. Yep, and that's what it be. It's a conflict there. Yeah, and she was like, "So you don't want it because I." Offered it to you Yeah And it's a disconnect Cause yo I feel like you have been Shitting on me this whole time And she feel like No I just been want you to, to I, I wanna keep you safe Bro you my you son safe. bro like, Yeah so like That's yeah. an interesting dynamic And even when you May feel that your parents Or loved ones Uncle aunt Whoever mm -hmm. Don't support you it, it, It's not always that They just want a more safer yeah. Something they They can recognize As solid Because They really do care about you And that's I think it's so unique too, cause to that point, your parent it might come off like they not supporting you. 
But if you really dig in there and read between the lines and more importantly, communicate with them, because a lot of times we'll get so mad or so offended at the what seemed like lack of support that we won't really talk that through with them. And a lot of times they don't understand that that risk you talking about for us has a real like surreal path on that risk. But for them, from the era they come from when they were taking risks, none like that even existed. They can't understand some of this shit, bro. Like, what? You doing? Like, fam, imagine I just seen a couple of my homies do this the other day with their girls. They did some shit on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, look at these niggas trying to go viral, nigga. But it's like, if I showed that to my mom, she would literally be like, oh, that's funny. But why did they do that? Like, why did they post that? And it'd be like, nah, you don't understand. Because if this shit catch, it could take off, nigga. And if it take off, it's people out here with real careers from what seems like, especially to our parents, nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like they always talk about dog, uh, the African dude on TikTok. Um, yo, the most followed person on TikTok was jobless six months before he became the most followed person on TikTok. And now he a millionaire. That don't make sense when you tell your parents what you're trying to do, cause what you gonna how you gonna make millions from doing this, from putting your hands up and struggling, and pointing that, some and pointing shit. at some shit, and making a video. How you making millions? Yo, mom, I'm unemployed. All I got is time to sit down and play on my phone and record these videos and do this. So if I got the time to really put into it, like it's a full time job, it might manifest into a full time yeah. thing for me, dog. And I I think. When Kevin's mom caught on, that's when she said, fuck it, I'm going to submit this application for him. What's wild was like, then when you've been begging me to support you, now that I'm, he like, well, damn, now that I got her support, if I don't fear, yep. if I don't succeed, now you're going to be disappointed in me. Damn, as soon as you get what you want, now the yeah, expectation, yeah. the expectation of failure. Yo, we going to fail, my nigga. Man. We going to fail often. We gonna fail often, but it feel different if you failing at something that your parents wanted you to win at. You know what I'm saying? Because then it feel like I can't lose this dog. Because this the thing they got behind me on. Also, when we getting down on our kids or our loved ones, we gotta be careful that we do it with love. Facts. Because he feel like yo, when I dropped when I when you wanted me to go to college, I did that shit didn't mm -hmm. work. Then you was really disappointed at me. You told me I wasn't shit. You said yeah. I was work. I ain't never say that. Yeah, yeah, you did. You said it specifically, blah, blah, blah. Literally. So now I'm afraid that even this is the passion that I love, if I don't do good at it, you're going to be disappointed. And now what if I lose my passion for this? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, it's, it was, I mean, it's a 30-minute episode and a lot of jokes, but like. It was some layers in there. Yeah, dog. for sure. It was some And when you have the uber successful sibling who's doing her thing, who got money, who don't need her parents for shit. Yo, that looks even worse now, right? Because now I for real look like the failure at all the other shit I've done. But the one thing I'm passionate about doing, y'all ain't getting behind me. But y'all ain't getting behind me because this thing I'm passionate about isn't making me able to, like, leave y'all. Like, now I can't get off away from y'all. People, when he was talking to the, uh, the paint nigga, he was like, why you keep doing this bullshit? Mm -hmm. He's like, well, you know, every time I try to... Do something else to feel like I'm not trying to be me. Yeah. That's fucked up when yeah. what you quote unquote think is you is just a augment is just a a, a a collection of everybody else. Yeah. No nigga, yeah. that's not you. It and ain't. if you feel that's not you when you doing you, that's a big problem. But that's 
goes back to the convo that you and I have had on this podcast at nauseam, dog. When we get on here and talk about motherfuckers just want a podcast because you think podcast is the podcast, that's like the new wave. So you want to do it because it's wavy, but you don't want to do it enough to really think of unique topics, to really come in here. Fam, how many weeks, this week being one of them, where we come in here and it's like, yo, if we just talk directly about the content, we'll be out of here in 20 minutes, bro. Or this is a situation, this is a cab situation for me, is because I'm going to be authentically myself when we start talking about some of these content. Facts. Some of this shit. Facts. But oftentimes we really can't be. Yeah. And sometimes y'all be upset with me when I when I when I give you thirty percent of the truth. But like everybody got to walk on eggshells and say yeah. what's politically correct and whatnot. I I had I, the straw got broke. <laughs> <laughs> Back was broke. Pause. Literally, literally uh, though. And like, yo, all right, fuck it. it I'm is gonna what tell it is. you why, and we gonna obviously we gonna get there when we get to that episode, and we gonna get there when we get to the shy too, because there's some things on there I ain't love. Um, but I think what pisses me off with some of that shit is when they take what could be really good, really influential, really dope content. Or really good subject matter And not even content Really good subject matter And then They dress it up With all the fucking shit That's gonna get the internet talking And it's like yo Again we gonna get there But this ain't the episode You needed to fucking loop in George Floyd You know what I'm saying Like don't, don't do that And have that be the backdrop Like come on bro Like this is the one If you was gonna talk About George Floyd Put some respect on it Literally, but we're going to get there when we get there. This is about Flatbush right now. Um, I feel like when we get on these mics every week, dog, we got to come in here and figure out something to talk about, even if the shit we talking about we don't want to talk about. And you only able to do that when you give a fuck about what you're doing for real, when you're actually passionate and you feel deeply about the thing that you're coming in here to do. And I feel like some of y'all niggas is just going out there because, yo, this is what everybody else is doing, so I'm going to do it too. Let me say something funny and provocative yeah. or rude and provocative. Let yeah. me say something really sexually explicit. Oh, that's going to get a laugh. And now and look it's at that me. viral virus and y'all niggas is going crazy. I'm a podcaster. Yeah, and you out here trying to make your shit pop. And, hey, I get it. For some of y'all, that shit work. I get it. This podcast out there that's bigger than what me and Jay do. This podcast out there that's bigger than what Jay and Dame do. But the difference is they not better. They not better. You can tell when it's quality over quantity. You can tell when it's fucking niggas who, who really care about the shit they coming in here to discuss versus niggas who coming in here just to say something to try to get popping. It's the one thing I don't need to get popping. Like I've been popping my whole fucking <laughs> life by being me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I've been. Like, come on, dog. Like this shit ain't this ain't new, nigga. We ain't gotta have but two listeners on here. I still feel good about myself. Y'all know me, nigga. The world's most confident, nigga. It's me and Kanye on the fucking level of uh self love, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I'm me, dog. And I'm gonna do me every time we get on these mics. And I think because of that, we've been able to do this shit for two hundred and forty five plus episodes. Yeah, man. I gotta play this one thing, uh, because it kind of perfectly sums that up. Mm-hmm. Uh well, uh Damn, I guess it was D. I thought that motherfucker was on my. You seen that Deion Sanders shit? Basically, he was like, "If you the man, you ain't never gotta act like the man." Literally, literally, because you already the man. You already him, dog. If you act 
acting, if a person is acting like the man, you have admitted and shown proof that you can't, that you're not, not him. Not the man. Because him don't have to act like him. Yep. Him is just him. Yep. Pronouns to fucking death. One of my favorite battle rap moments of all time by that nigga, Your Honor, nigga. I dress better. My clothes better. My girl look better. My shoes better. I walk better than you. I talk better than you. I rap better than you. Like, nigga, that's just how I fucking wake up, dog. I wake up every day and piss excellence. Nigga, word to Ricky Bobby, nigga. That's just my vibe. And when I come in there and I act like that and I do that, that's the fucking energy that I'm giving on this pod every week. And I don't really care. All right, I found it. There it uh, goes. It uh, it's on Dion actual page. Um, and what's wild is if niggas know Dion for real, you know Dion said he really liked this. I'm really like that. <laughs> How like, you got this prime time name? Basketball. See the thing about it, the man never. Ch- oh, this is profound. Thank you, Lord, for giving me that. The man never tries to be the man because he is the man. The dude that tries to be the man validates that he's not him. Because you can't try to be who you already are. So all the way through, youth, high school, I was always that dude. So I always knew no matter what position it was, I'm still going to be that dude. Because I got the gift, and I got the work ethic, and I got the discipline. And then I got the passion for the purpose because I had to retire my mama. Because I told her that, and I meant that at seven years old. seven years old. Yeah. Mm. I meant that. Mm. I wasn't playing about that. Man, man, I am who I think I am. I am who I am, dog. I am who I tell y'all I am. I am who I think I am, and that's me. And when you when you out here doing what the fuck you do, and you're not trying to do what other niggas tell you you should do, other niggas tell you you would be good at, you doing what you comfortable with. You doing what you passionate about. That shit makes a difference in whatever your art is, whatever your creativity is, dog. So salute to the creatives and salute to Kevin Iso for kind of figuring out. The recipe for what he was doing, dog. I like the slick comedy he throw in there. Yeah, like the yeah. dry humor. He was like, "Well, I ain't coming here for the drinks." You know I mean, <laughs> like, dog. we can fix on it now. Like it was just a bunch of slick shit. Dog. Like you, like nigga, I've been drinking since this morning. I don't mean I'm wrong. Yeah, like, nigga, yeah, it does, bro. The the transition <laughs> in that final scene from him looking at her tattoo. To him being back in New York, nigga, bro, I cried, dog. Did he, did he smash? He had. He better had. He you know better the fuck had. <laughs> she wasn't on that damn uh, counter for nothing, nigga. Yo, and Does then work? <laughs> the the other scene when they was first at the bar and they was just kind of talking and he was like, yo, like me and you, we could have made it work back then. She was like, yeah, and you left. And he like, well, we can make it work now. And then she was like, I got my son and I got my. And it's funny because when you go rewatch that scene, <laughs> you say- he made a face. About two minutes before he said, "My nigga, I made the set, bro." That's what I hear, dog. It was for real, like real, real actual time. It might have been a full 50, 60 seconds. That nigga said, "You got a kid?" Because, <laughs> bro, because if we was together at one dog. point, I'm this dead ass. It is what it is. But if we was together at one dog. point and we broke up, dog, and then you have a kid. And we can't get back together. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not happening. Uh, now, you can have a kid already, and I, but if Holy you had a shit. kid. No, I'm, I'm sorry. That was one of the funniest episodes of Flatbush, <laughs> man. Said, I, got, that nigga said, you got, like, she said mad shit. Dog. And then he was like, well, I mean, y'all still together? <laughs> dog. And she was like, nigga said, who the fuck is Doug? <laughs> Yo, don't have a fucking nigga named Doug after you fuck with me. 
Like I'm I'm just that's just yo shorty, I'm talking to you. No dugs, nigga. That shit just sound terrible. Don't get Doug on your back. <laughs> Doug was digging that shit out. <laughs> Doug stands for dig, dig out. <laughs> dig out <Nope>. under. <laughs> Yo, man, Flatbush is brilliant, dog. I, I think that this is really for real, uh, to Rob's point. It's not only the best of the three shows that we talk about. I want Kevin to cut his hair, though. Yo, so here's the thing. His hair is so much better than it was on uh, season one when he took his hat off the episode. That's probably my favorite episode of this whole show, Come bro. To the dark side, my nigga. When that nigga uh, Hassan said, I refuse "Yo, you to- got to Beijing." <laughs> Yo, I refuse to be that nigga. I went early, yeah, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. And his his shit lean. Uh, cut it lower. You ain't got to bald it yet if you don't want to bald it. But go low, bro. Oh, that nigga shit. I'm shit. with his sister. Yo, trim that beard. Trim that bitch. She said, yo, you know your shit could be soft, right? <laughs> like, that nigga said, yo, tell her my shit soft. Fam, she playing it. She know it's not soft. Yo, that, this I show is great, you man. you talking about tell her it's soft. <laughs> nigga, Doug been digging that shit the fuck out. Doug shit soft, okay? Pause. <laughs> yo. Yo, y'all hope we see Doug this season, dog. <laughs> Yo, Yo Doug shit soft is the funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch he, they gonna get a job in a bodega. Somebody gonna he gonna say pick up a Doug, and everybody gonna look at the dog. Like if when, Doug has to come back to this. Man, if they do a Doug callback, I am fucking. This show is goaded, bro. This is amazing television. You know what I felt this show felt like when hmm. he went back home? Love life. Yes, it felt just like yo. that. I even mixed the shows together by mistake. In yo, my brain, man. like it's they're very similar. And in that, can 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 I can I be honest? I want to I want to give my dog Jay a shout out. Now I was gonna watch Love Life because I just seen it getting promoted real heavy for season two. So I had plans to watch it, but you watched it first, and you hit me and asked me if I had watched it yet, and I was like, no, nah, I ain't checked it out yet, but I'm gonna get into it, bro. I've probably rewatched Love Life season two more than I've watched. Any show in a long time, nigga. That shit is almost approaching the wire level for me. Yo, the niggas <laughs> like, look alike too. They do, nigga. The weird kind of scruffy beard, weird haircut, kind of weird shaped head. Like Love Life was brilliant, and that episode where he came back to Ann Arbor, man, man, man. Yo, we we need to do a a full Love Life breakdown, bro. One hundred percent. Like we need to just do one of them, dog. Like come in here, easy work. Come in here on a weekend or some nigga, a couple hours and just get because that love life, that shit was, nigga, that was Got prime CP, uh, television. His own show off of it. Hey man, CP working dog. Salute to the homie man. Um, shout out to Michigan State, go green, all that good shit, man. Uh, yo, love life was brilliant. Flatbush, brilliant. It's it's some really these are great comedies, dog. Like smart. Smart. Yo. The humor is crazy. This nigga said, so you really just put your dick on the wall and shit like that? Like, what? Oh, oh, oh. He was like, oh, girl. He like, no, nigga, my shit better fill nah, up this that, whole room. She was like, wait a minute. Is this you? That nigga said, no, nah, my shit have fill up this whole room. <laughs> and he be so calm when he say this shit. Then when dog was like, when he was like, so you want me to just put my dick on the wall? The old, the old dog said, like, no, no, that's, that's my, my thing. <laughs> like, calm down, He's nigga. A, that's a good that's a good television character. Yo, man. That that was 
That was such a good episode of TV, bro. Like, I'm when I watch Flatbush, like, I'm happy for 30 minutes, dog. That's that's just very fucking good TV, man. Salute to Showtime. Um, and, and just shout out to that show. Shout out to Kevin Iso. Can Kevin be like an art teacher at that school? Because they clearly Yo, don't have no teachers. They got nigga, a, a staff shortage, right? We just fucking barely hired Dan back, and this nigga was committing crimes out this motherfucker. But we don't have no damn teachers. So come to the to the shit. Yeah, I'm wondering why Kevin. It'll be really dope if he does the fellowship and like could be an art teacher. Like that'll be dope as fuck, man. Like I mean, the fellowship pay, so he, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like double your bag up. For nigga. Sure. Double your bag up, man. Yo, man. Got two fellowships this year. Uh Kevin and Aunt Viv. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LA versus New York, nigga Pac and Big. <laughs> Nigga, Suge shot me. Nigga, it is what it is, dog. Yo, salute to Flatbush misdemeanors. If you don't watch it and you just hear about us talking on the pod, man. It's a good time. Y'all y'all missing out, bro. This is some of the best shit on TV right now. Please go watch it. Please check it out. It's that dry. It's like ghetto offers black man humor. Man. And I mean, it's some characters on here that are really like stand out, yo. Like, this shit is great, bro. Um... Alright, now I find us at an impasse, bro. Do we go to Chicago? Let's go to this P Valley. Get this shit. We go to Chuckalisa, man. Alright, yo. P Valley. So before we go into this, okay. I got a friend. Very, okay. very close personal friend. Salute. And uh this person asked me, Well, have you watched P Valley yet? And I was like, yo, I fell asleep on it twice. Mm-hmm. Um I'm like, how you know, I, I was asleep. Both I fell asleep on it twice. So I woke up to two hoes fighting over sucking dick, and somebody trying to sell a club. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Them the only really same shit. Yeah, that, that I remember. And they was like, I was, so how was the episode? Oh, uh, it wasn't terrible. And uh, when I seen, I said I seen it twice. Well, yeah. I, I fell asleep on it twice. The uh, the emoji that they sent back. Uh huh. It was interesting. Uh, it was the uh, it was the the conceited GIF. <laughs> I didn't really understand what that meant. <laughs> How was that? It wasn't the worst. Gotcha. I woke up, saw two hoes fighting about sucking dick. There were so many random events. So today, this morning, when I fought, I just text so. This was <laughs> instantly laughs. Man. Why the fuck wouldn't you tell me that shit, dog? Like, come on, man. <laughs> why wouldn't you? What? Come on, man. <laughs> I said, why wouldn't you tell me? Because I knew you probably wouldn't watch it. I'm like, so you wanted me to see that? Dog, I woke up. Uh, so I didn't realize. I kind of didn't know what day it was. I'll be honest. This was a wild weekend for me. I was tired, man. Um, And Saturday night when it came on, I got kind of, we turned it on, but I too, like, kind of dozed off. And I think. I too. Yeah. Dozed off. <laughs> Aha, Braxton, Braxton P. Hartnerbrig, nigga. But I kind of dozed off, and uh, I, I wasn't just, I really wasn't watching it for real. And when I got to my pop's crib the other day, or yesterday, I was like, man, let me let me just watch this P-Valley shit real quick, man. And uh, I was like, wait, what? Like, that happened? But what tripped me out more was that a few hours earlier, before I went to my parents' crib, I had not one. Not two, but three texts from different people that said, 
Yo, this is gonna be the week, Jay. <laughs> Jay, stop fucking with me, Valley. <laughs> yo, it was almost verbatim. Hey, yo, listen. Like word for word, and none of these three people know one another, yo, but listen. they fuck with the pod, bro. Hey, listen, man. Let me just get this shit out. There ain't nothing good about this show, dog. Mm. This shit is horrible. Mm. There is not one redeeming quality in the whole entire fucking show. Mm. You got a man who think he a woman. Women having sex with women. Men having sex with men. Women cheating on their husband. Husbands trying to cheat on their wife. Crooked politicians. Mm. Fake ass pe- preachers. Horrible parents. Sex workers. Black magic. Murder. Crooked politicians. Theft. Like everything that you can possibly think of that's fucked up and perverse is in this show. And to top it off, the acting and fucking bad too. There's mm. nothing good about this shit. Mm. The plot ain't good. We've been, no we've, been, we've been telling you the plot being bad for for a long ass time. Like, there ain't nothing good about this yeah. shit, dog. Yeah. And I actually myself, I literally had to ask myself, why the fuck am I watching this shit? Man. Cause the energy that, that get this show gives off ain't shit that I should be watching. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't um, I don't get a great benefit from it. Yeah. Like I don't get a check every time we talk about Facts. fucking Pete Valley. But Facts. like literally, there ain't nothing good. We um it's funny, uh Shorty asked me a few times and a few of my friends I saw them post this online. They said, Yo, was P Valley really good or were we bored? When quarantine started, and by June, when P Valley came out, June of 2020, we was so hyped for a new show because most of our shows was off, was off, and weren't producing new content. And then here's this brand new random ass show. So was P Valley really good, or were we just fucking bored? And then after the very first scene, it's funny because I was irritated well before we got to just the wild shit. The very first scene, the opening scene with. Old girl, uh, who was the health inspector or whatever, who was in the strip club throwing immediately when she came on the screen, I said, That's old girl from season one. Facts. Immediate recognized her off top. Also recognized two things. Season one, she said she drove all the way to Chuckalisa for Mercedes Last Dance. So how the fuck is she a health inspector in Chuckalisa? And she ain't from Chuckalisa. Okay, cool. Y'all help me understand. Two, the second thing I noticed. Y'all brought back this very nondescript character who played a very small part on one episode last season and then had her like be like important enough to shut down the pink. Oh, y'all ain't got no more ideas. Oh, Nikki Gilbert is right about y'all stealing her idea. Then y'all did the slow-mo. With the sneeze? Come on, dog. With this Dexter? Come on, dog. (laughs) You let me see the blood splatter, nigga? Come on, bro. It was just in that first scene, that literally the opening scene. Out and it wasn't even it was even before that. When they had fucking whisper drop down in front of her and do her little dance or whatever, and then she looked at her with the contacts and the the shit all it slowed down and and I'm like, so whisper like a devil. I mean, at this point, you gotta do something on the show. Fam. Because you ain't did shit but look with Here's the weird the ass eyes. Whisper going to throw them contacts in and stare at you. And you're not going to realize that Whisper ain't stripped yet. Whisper sound like Gambit. From, come, from on, the X-Men. come on, man. Come on, man. Mona me on this motherfucker, man. Come on, man. Whisper throwing fucking uh, Ace of Spade cards at you and shit, nigga. Cutting your damn throat. Look, bro. Whisper the only stripper on here who ain't stripped yet. She pole dancing. I get it. She ain't stripped. And I'm tired of the show about fucking Pussy Valley showing more dick than the fucking pussy. 
Yo, every episode, it's a dick it's, quota. Come on, dog. They on a uh, Euphoria shit. Here's the difference between y'all and Euphoria. Euphoria is actually good. You can't... Now, granted, I hate when Euphoria over dicks because it, it kind of bastardizes what should be a really great fucking show or really just entertaining show in a well-acted show. On here, y'all niggas is just dicking for shock value. For nothing. Yo, throw the dick in the sink. Yo, he came home, his wife sucking dick. Had that nigga choked the nigga and uh, just popped the nigga dick out real quick. Yo, roulette about to suck a dick. Fuck that we just showed a, a angle from the fucking security camera in the corner where we couldn't see dog dick. Zoom in on that nigga dick real quick. Like, bro, what is y'all doing? Yo, why did... Like, listen. They over dicking. It's D-Valley, bro. You sliding in, catching your wife in bed with somebody else. He was like, no, we gonna have her sucking dick. Like, God Bruh, damn. you sitting on the footboard sucking dick? Man. Now, I will say this. I will say this. It's back to that voice note we had earlier. Oh, we got P-Valley voice notes. We're going to get to them in a minute, but I do want to say this. Um, To the point from the voice note earlier when he was like, yo, Andre got some nerve being mad at his wife. I get it. He has been he been trying to move to Chuck Elisa so he can get that autumn night. Trying to. He, he been trying but he ain't fucked autumn night. And I know he 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 thought he was finna get some pussy in that hotel. Autumn was playing that nigga. That's why she sent him out to get a rubber so she could steal info from his computer and get the fuck on. She was never giving that nigga no wham wham. And then the only other shit they had, now granted, it just ain't great. But they had phone sex. But he ain't fucked. So when I come home a week early and catch my wife doming her, her coworker, no, I'm going to probably choke dog to death. And it was funny because when they zoomed in on Barack's face, I said, oh, shit, he didn't snap. I'm about to try to kill this nigga. And then he didn't kill the nigga. And I was like, oh, Barack, you'd have made a way better mayor if you killed that nigga, bro. Because I thought he was going to call Medea and try to have him, I mean, um, Clifford, and try to have... <laughs> Clifford fix him. You know how that man, dog. weird shit be? Oh, I killed somebody. Can you send the black magic nigga to? I mean, if uh, Diamond and Big L could get rid of one body. like, And then when I become the mayor, I make sure that we'll never close y'all down again. Yo. Oh, you know what you talking about? You talking about having a plot. You talking about creating some type of story for this season. Because right now, it's literally just 40 things happening. And nothing to tie them together. Mercedes' mom about to run for mayor. Andre about to run for mayor. Um, Autumn want ten million for a club where they just offered her one. How you think you're going from one to ten and you barely got the one? Old boy from um, All About the Benjamins about to run for mayor. The nigga with his hairline all the way back here. Come on, man. Whatever. Come that on, nigga man. Is. Fucking uh, Bebo Lottie got more head than he got body ass nigga. That shit is back here. Like that shit on. is fucked up. <laughs> You'll never find blom 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 a hairline, hairline like mine. mine. Like, dog, what the fuck is this nigga? Yo, man, Um, it was so many things I did not enjoy. I, I touched on this. Matter of fact, let me play these voice notes before we get into too many too many convos, man. Um, See what my dog AJ from across the pond talking about. AJ, what up? He got the voice note about the TV shows, and he speaks about, uh, oh, he said he's going to speak on the Shy and Flatbush, he hasn't had time to watch P-Valley yet. Don't even worry about it. AJ, if we, if we didn't catch you before you fucking watch P-Valley, I'm telling you this ain't one that you need to rush to, bro. That's all I'm going to say. But let's see what my guy talking about. He said he also going to talk about uh, 
Kendrick's live at the Glastonbury Festival last night. Um, so yeah, let's see what my guy is on, man. What up, Ant? What up, Jay? Your boy AJ Facts. just got back from the Glastonbury Festival. Oh, just touched down. He just touched down. You hear the stunt? Yeah. Yo, I thought he watched it live on YouTube like <laughs> me. Like, I, I was sitting next to Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick. In the south of England, where I saw Kendrick motherfucking Lamar headlining the final night last night. This was, as he presented it, the first, the very first performance of the Mr. Morale tour. I'm not going to give any spoilers. The footage is out there. If you want to check it out, if you've got tickets for the tour, I would say don't check it out because you need to experience this live. I'm just going to say this. Kendrick Lamar at Glastonbury Festival just redefined what a modern rap show can do and be. This shit was next, next, next level. He leaves the competition in the dust. 200,000 people packed into that enormous field to see Kendrick Lamar. They knew every word to every fucking song. He is now, he's now a cultural icon on the level of, you know, MJ, Prince, Bob Marley. Like, we're talking that category of elite, right? So if you've got tickets for the tour, you're going to have your minds blown. If you haven't got tickets, try and get to see this tour somehow. It is game-changing. Okay, on to uh, television. I haven't had time to watch P-Valley because I was busy at the festival, but I did see um, The Shy. The Shy felt like a reset. They've turned on some lights. They've changed the <laughs> color palette, the color scheme. Um, it feels lighter in content as well. However, you know, I don't trust Lena and this, you know, the shy can turn on a dime. So I'm, I'm holding my judgment back. Because um, there's still a little bit of bullshit in there too, right? My hot take for this season is that Luke James and Jacob Lattimore are going to start singing, you know, some bedroom R&B songs together and then their eyes are going to meet. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, they're throwing down a lot more than just them vocals. <laughs> I mean, this is the shy that we're talking about after all, so never rule out anything. Um, I also, I watched Flatbush. Hey, the universe gave me exactly what I said I wanted last week. 100% Kev, 0% added obnoxious teenager. Really enjoyable episode. I'm going to leave it there because I took up a lot of time talking about Kendrick at the start. And I don't like taking up too much space. Peace and blessings to you, brothers. Can't wait to hear the pod. Speak to you next time. Peace. Now, y'all know how I feel about Kendrick. Yeah. I just want y'all to put this in perspective. Because this is somebody from across the pond. Yeah. In a different country. Yeah. Where there was 200,000 people that Kendrick was performing for in front of. Come on now. That's not a normal occurrence. You. Yep. Nobody can just get up on that stage nope. and rock out two hundred thousand people. I mean, Glastonbury and that feeling and that feeling be that way. It ain't a lot of people can get in front of Glastonbury. So if we over here in the states, yeah, and y'all can make y'all determination about who is 
better or Drake yeah. and this and that. Yeah. It's a different feeling when people put you on a on a with a Bob Marley yeah. with an insert here. Like yeah. it's a different class. It's a different level of artistry. And like when we talking Bob Marley, we talking U two, we talking Coldplay, we talking all these different genres, and then we talking Kendrick. Come on, man. This is beyond just yo. I got hit singles. No, nigga. I got experiences when I step on this stage, bro. Like I'm putting on a fucking clinic when I get on the stage, I'm bro. Going to Atlanta at the end of the month. Yeah. And um, the last day I'm gonna be there, the Kendrick concert gonna be there in Atlanta. I'm trying to mm. debate if I want to go to the one in Atlanta or the one here. I but think I, I want to go here, but man. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I um, I just want to see. Some of them songs, dog, I just really feel like the live performance. Because I went to the damn tour. Um, I went to the uh, Pimple Butterfly tour. Like, I, I seen those. And I seen, you know so bro, when, when All Right came on at the Pimple Butterfly, that shit lasted maybe about 15 to 20 minutes, nigga. Uh, I, went, I bought tickets to the damn tour. Yeah. Bought them at the wrong arena. Wow. Canada, nigga. Wow. I was checking the prices going back and forth and then went to go buy the tickets and shit. I just saw it and hit press, press yeah. play. So the day I'm ready to go to the, you know what I'm saying, call up, like, yo, we about to. <laughs> I look at the tickets, it's tomorrow and it's in Canada. You wasn't nowhere near that motherfucker. Damn, dog. I um, had on to the, sell the tickets back. On the damn tour, I actually lucked up. I was at work and my cousin called me like, salute to Cuz. She was, Cash, she was dating at the time, worked. For Ford um, Who was one of the sponsors And she was like Yo you wanna come see Kendrick and J. Cole I was like Yeah There's a bear <laughs> Shit in the woods And wipe his ass With a white fluffy rabbit <laughs> Did Lena write this season Of P-Valley Nigga hell yeah Like I'm there nigga That's a death row callback so, If y'all don't know <laughs> Facts Um Let's see what uh let's see what Rob thought about P Valley, man. Let's see what my guy AJ, we appreciate you as always, brother. Uh when you watch P Valley, if you want to send a, a voice note, because I know you consistent with that shit. If you want to send one in, feel free. We'll definitely read it off on the uh on the next episode. Cause I would like to get again just other people's thoughts, man. I know how me and Jay feel about this shit when we come up here and talk, but I be wanna, you know, see if maybe I'm tripping or maybe I'm missing something, dog. And right now I just don't feel like I am. But uh let's see what Rob thought. I kind of got a feeling. About what Rob might have thought about P Valley Dog, but I want to see what you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the guy gonna surprise me and say something different. Man, let's see. I sum this episode up with one statement: Like sands through the hourglass, so are the gaze of our lives. Peace and blessings, brothers. Yeah, yeah, we have it. Yeah, these are the gaze of our, these are the gaze of our lives. Like coming to, yo, man. Um, this episode was really bad. It was really bad, and I, I don't want people to think when I say that it was really bad that I'm saying it was bad because of the uh, lesbian and uh. I can say Homosexual was, sex scenes Like that I, wasn't what made it bad I'm uh-huh. saying it's bad Because there was nothing good About this episode What is going on Bro there, There's literally no, Nikki Gilbert from Brownstone Was right uh, 
Y'all niggas didn't have nothing else to do. Y'all had no other idea, no other story. Probably didn't realize that the show would pop like that season one. And it feels every week like y'all coming back stretching the same shit from season one. This feel like season one and a half. You know what I'm saying? We still trying to do this this club shit. You still ain't got your fucking um, your daughter back. Yeah. This nigga still in the closet. Come on, bro. Like, now you starting a relationship with the coach wife? Why you ain't... Which, where's your daughter after the shit that happened the other week? Last week? Pocket full of money. You got $20,000 in your hand. Come on, bro. Come on. Go get your fucking daughter. You cashed out. Yo, that woman just finally admitted, fam, I'm only keeping your daughter because his dying wish. His dying wish was for me to stay with her and not you. But I'm be honest. I don't want her. I don't want... You know what? If you don't want her, let's figure this out right now. Because now I got some bread. I got some cheese. And now... I could really fucking take care of her if I want to. Or you could just say my fucking husband was wrong. Or that. Or that. Or, yo, you don't got to say none of that. You told me that you ain't fucking like my daughter. I'm taking my daughter. And I bet you won't follow me to court, nigga. Because a dead nigga who cheated on you when y'all was together fucking told you, hey, I don't want Mercedes to have him. Nigga, our nigga dead. Guess what you can do now? You can go get a regular fucking job. Come on. You got an extra 20 bands so you can, you know, you go get a regular job. Yeah. And then just, just work your regular job with 20 bands to su- supplement. Come on, dog. In your regular ass house and be a regular ass mom. Autumn night, why are you living in the strip club in the office? Help me understand. This shit dumb. Help me understand. How the f- What's the cost of living in Chuckalisa? My nigga, let's, let's real math this shit, bro. Real math. Spend five months. We learned that maybe a little longer, maybe like closer to six, seven months now, because niggas been on tour doing their whole thing. Um, so it's been five months and some weeks since we was last in Chuckalisa, right? Five months ago, you had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash. You don't have enough to get an apartment in Chuckalisa. I feel like one night at the strip, yo, Autumn, you might have enough money in, I don't know, Chuckalisa for an apartment if you would strip. None of the strippers on here is stripping, dog. Roulette the only one trying to make a fucking buck out here, nigga. She trying to make a dollar out of Dick Teen Cents. She only strip when the doors is closed. Yeah, no, nah, Roulette out here living foul as hell. I'm talking about uh, Autumn. Oh, Autumn, yeah, yeah. No, Autumn only strip if you married. You got to be married, you want Autumn, dog. She ain't giving you no run, bro. But it's no fucking way you living in the fucking office of the pink. How? Why is your bags here? Mercedes kicked you out and she don't even be home. Mercedes been up in whatever part of fucking... Where's she at? Uh, What's like the big city in Mississippi? Jackson? Tupelo. Tupelo? That's where Mercedes at. Because she up there fooling. Tupelo is not a big city. No. And shit, Jackson ain't that big. But shout out to Jackson State. That's my shit. Shout out to Dion. Um, Yo. There's very much so an opportunity for everybody on here to be a little better. Yo, Uncle Clifford and Mercedes, how y'all mad at Autumn? Because she say, yo, I'm going to sell this bitch for at least however many millions she want to sell. Fam, all we got to do, sell it, and then y'all build a better club. Bam. What's the problem? Like, nigga, you get, don't, you get 40% of the money. Fam. You get 400000 if I sell it for a million. Come on, now. Huh? You can't Come go on, buy huh? a building with 400000 Come on, bro. Bro, this weak-ass club. Like, bro. What the fucking ghost in it, apparently? Come on, man. Like, if y'all don't quit it with this ghost shit. Fucking uh, diamond walking through and now it's fucking water in the hand reaching out. The, come on, man. Y'all niggas is not fucking bone thugs, bro. You not finna Ouija me, dog. 
he, Autumn trying to take a shower or whatever the fuck she doing in the club. And then she haunted by the, yo, if you haunted by the nigga in the uh, club, leave the club. Quit living in the club. Ain't no ghost in our apartment. Hey, you don't even know these people, though. Come on, man. You just got, you're not from this town. Come on, man. Move. Come on, man. The nigga that you was running from dead. Fam. And apparently his body is stuck in this weak ass club. And apparently the gang he was in ain't looking for y'all. And your daughter gone. I mean, go get Mercedes' daughter. Since you want one. Fam. And Mercedes clearly ain't going to get her because Mercedes fucking this old lady. Shout out to Don't be mad at me Because I'm trying to sell This weak ass club That I bought my own Fucking money That could have been Fucking gone anyway My nigga I saved your club And now I'm about to get Some profit from it I don't give a fuck About you I don't know y'all And all y'all have done Since I moved here Is talk shit about me Mercedes ain't wanna accept me I was the light skinned bitch da, 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 da. Then when I moved in Where did she kick me out The minute she fucking Had beef with me Alright well bad I'm about to sell this bitch And y'all figured out Mercedes Yo you might want to fucking put a fucking door stopper to that damn uh, dance club troop idea or whatever the fuck you're trying to do as a coach because you couldn't coach old girl how to twerk or work that pole. That didn't work out. She was on the pole and hit the flow in two seconds. You did a horrible job coaching. I don't want you teaching them damn girls in Chuck Elisa uh, or for the fucking Chuck Elisa challengers how to dance and you couldn't teach this damn lady how to climb the pole. Come on, man. You talk about, ooh, this your twerk bone. What? What? I saw this I saw this weak-ass scene coming a mile away. Fam, I seen it last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my mind, I already knew where they was headed, bro. Like, I'm like, yeah, watch the coach. Don't even be there. Coach wasn't even there. Coach wasn't even the one to text her. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't coach. That was me that hit you up. I ain't never did this before, but I'm going to do it now. I ain't never met a woman Please like you. Please don't hit me with them two worst lines. How you don't be doing this or this is your first time. Listen, we all grown. Man. And I'm like, Mercedes, you doing all that. You on call when the fucking coach and his wife come. Your daughter needed you, dog. Where is your daughter? Like, where is she? Terrica just out here still. She crying. Is she eating this week? Like. Or did she back at the church getting boxes of food from your grandma, from your mama? Your mama about to run for mayor. Why? Why? How you go from pat? You just became a pastor. Now you finna run for mayor? How we get there? Didn't you just get arrested for beating up your daughter? Come on, man. Come on, man. And how you lose to your mama? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, mama at that. You couldn't even knock your mama wig off. Strong as him fucking up and body. You should have put her in a fucking headlock and Ray Mysterio scissor swung her the fuck on. Uh, <laughs> and then you got fucking Big L asking uh, Roulette, yo, where you learn how to, uh, what move he asked her when she knew? Nah, it was just a fight. Like, bro, she, uh, my brother, he wrestled. Like, what are y'all talking about? And then they carried the brother shit into the later scene when she was talking to the white dude. Like, oh, my brother got... Yo, all right, real quick, just get to it. George Floyd is not a trope. George Floyd is not y'all fucking plot uh, add-in to throw in there and try to build this weird-ass story around, dog. I thought that was very disrespectful. If I'm the family of George Floyd and I see y'all alluding to this on this episode, here's what they could have Immediately when the shit went off, I was like, yo, if they wanted to do a George Floyd-centered episode, because we knew they had to approach it when they uh, started the season off during COVID and quarantine. We knew it was coming up. I said, if they wanted to do a George Floyd-centered episode, it would have been great if 
as everybody kind of learned about George Floyd and what was happening in that video and what happened with them cops and the riots and the fucking protests, we just started to see how everyone was responding to it. You didn't need to add in these love stories. You didn't need to add in fucking uh, roulette going from, yo, you the girl with the dick sucking lips to, but my brother got killed by the cops. How we get here? Nigga, your brother got killed by the nigga down the street too. So what? Come on. Like what? Are you, you going to denounce gangs? Because your brother got killed by one? Come on. Y'all adding in the fucking uh, the casino shit. You got the one brother. He ain't even the, the tough brother up there talking about all the bitch. I ain't playing with you. Like what? Boy, I smacked the shit out you, dog. Like it was so much bullshit. And then y'all tried to make George Floyd be the vessel for all this. That's disrespectful, dog. That's disrespectful, bro. And then I actually... So it's it's two parts with this. The little murder and old boy scene. Shout out to two of the homies. I knew this was coming up. Apparently, all that leaked a few weeks ago. So they sent that to me. They they I, I say shout out because they asked me if I wanted to see. They was like, "Yo, got some P Valley leaks." <laughs> oh, they was like, "Yo, you want to see this? <laughs> you want to see a dead body?" Um, no, they didn't tell me what the leaks were, but they was like, "Yo, it's some P Valley leaks I seen online." Like. Wanted to ask if you wanted to see him before I sent it. And I was like, fuck it. And they both, one of them sent me a screenshot and one sent the full scene, like the video or whatever. Um, so I kind of knew that this was coming up. So I wasn't really as shocked, whatever. But I think what irritated me was that y'all felt like y'all were leading up to some deep revelation from old boy who got out of prison, Teak or whatever. Like his attitude around this George Floyd shit was about to lead to some like, Really fucking like profound, right? Like I'm waiting on him to like. Nigga is angry all the time. Damn, this nigga was so angry. In this episode, it blew up. You saw what he did to that coffee table in the room. I hit the white girl. Was finna not get your ass out. And I'm like, oh, they about to like Big T about to like say something. Like dog, y'all know what the fuck? Like I thought he was finna give a word in this bitch. I knew something was wrong, man. Old boy opened the. the shower curtain and start looking at that nigga while you using the bathroom. Yo. I'm like, yo, this shit weird, dog. Yo, what the fuck is going on here? When this nigga started pissing and Lil Murder was like, damn, nigga, you, cause he in there recording this song and shit, got the curtain closed. When he seen the nigga pissing, I'm like, all right, get out, go to another room, go finish your recording. He stared at that nigga dick for three seconds, nigga. I no, say, yo, nigga. they, they wilding right now. They wilding right now. And y'all doing this centered around fucking George Floyd. Come on, bro. This ain't the it episode ain't right, for that right. shit. It ain't right. Okay? That nigga... Man. It's... I feel like... Y'all got a green light to go with this shit. And y'all gonna throw it everywhere no matter what. It don't gotta be plot impacting. I'm just gonna give it to you. Pause. Come on, man. Like, I, we talked about this shit for, for the last two seasons of The Shy, where it's like, yo, what does this have to do with the story you were telling me? What does it have to do? Now, here's the thing with fucking uh, Lil Murder. Yo, the way y'all played this shit with Uncle Clifford was actually, like, intriguing. Like, I was, because I was like, damn, oh, shit, it was unexpected. I didn't know it was going there. And then the shit with Clifford, y'all damn near had this shit set up like a lot. We talked last week, like, yo, and this nigga was talking about how he felt about Clifford when he was talking to Keyshawn. Like, that was cool. And then it's like, this was his boyfriend the whole time? That nigga said, you ain't never sent me no postcards. They got Papa was a rolling stunt. Temptations ain't, Temptations like, what the fuck y'all play us for? 
Papa wasn't wrong like that. Come on, man. It was just, it was wild because it's like. But in real life, if you, because there's no redeeming quality in any of these characters or any of these scenes, not even surprised. It's not surprising, but it's disappointing because it's like, fam. This show not for me, though. Y'all throwing shit in here that don't need to be in here. And again, y'all doing it. It feel like everything they doing is for shock value and lack of idea. Like I, we talked last week when uh the the show runner was on on Twitter. The creator was on Twitter talking about like, yo, y'all don't understand hoodoo. This has been around for centuries and black. And it was like, fam, you try to do all that because he fucking uh, helped Mercedes heal her shoulder. Like nigga, like you trying to. It's a show about a strip club in a fake city in Mississippi. Y'all ain't got to make this deep, bro. Y'all ain't got to overdo this. And I feel like y'all overdoing it. Y'all throwing in shit. Y'all disrespecting whatever happened uh, during that period with George Floyd. Like, this shit is this weird. This nigga find his wife cheating, and then she start hoeing that nigga like, nigga, you ain't going to be no fucking mayor. Fam. Boy, get your like, stupid ass on. Get that nigga some backbone, bro. Fam, the first... If I find, God forbid, if I find my wife sucking a nigga's dick and the first thing out her mouth is, Anthony, wear your mask. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, do you know how I'm gonna deep go get this I would mask. Come on. And I'm going to rob me a person, nigga. And your man not running out of here naked. Both of y'all finna sit on his bed and get beat the fuck up. Pop, 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 pop. It's just me talking. I don't advocate hitting women. But ain't no fucking way that I'm finna fucking catch you, you cheating woman. on me. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you say. <laughs> but you heard that. Hmm? <laughs> Hang on, censor wood, nigga. Um, no, dog. Definitely out of this show. No, no. Uh, I don't fucking enjoy y'all taking the men on this show. And just giving nigga, like, bro, you catch your wife in that position and then she hoe you. She hoe you about not wearing a mask. You, he going off about real shit like, oh, that's the nigga your parents wanted you to be with anyway. A fucking doctor. He a damn soulmate. That's the nigga. Da, da, da. And your follow up is, nigga, you can't be no fucking mayor. You not going to win, dog. So not only is you cheating on me and you've been cheating on me, but also <laughs> you just shattered my newly found dream real quick. I can't even be the mayor of Chuckalee. Motherfucker, I'm going to... She like, that's just like you. I'll find you a job. I'm like, I ain't want to work for your dad. I just figured out something that I wanted to do when I came home a week early to ask your permission. Like, if you'd have told me no respectfully, I probably wouldn't have did it. Probably would have took that job with your dad. Side note. It is his fault his bitch was cheating. Oh, 1,000%. He's the least attentive husband in the history of husbands, nigga. Well, he's one of the reasons. I'll say that. Not yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. But like, nah, you you comfortable enough that you got this man in the house and you sucking dick? Come on, bro. You ain't even like get you ain't get piped on some like we at the hospital for twenty six hours straight working a crazy night. This bitch said you was in you weren't worried about no mass while you sucking dick. Well, we both doctors. <laughs> what? Like who wrote that shit in the script? But we both doctors. What? No, like, we get tested, bitch. You get an ST STI test? Fam, I'm about to call Three of my doctor friends right now and just see if they fucked real quick. They're all going to be like, uh, no. <laughs> like, we don't just fuck because we doctors, nigga. That MD don't mean my dick, nigga. <laughs> like, like, no, you're not sucking my dick, nigga. We not doing that, bro. That shit was so corny. It was also corny um, how they had Diamond and Big Bone link. Like, fam, we know that's his girlfriend in real life. Y'all ain't have to force them together, bro. 
Y'all didn't. Like, it feels so fucking cheesy looking at this shit. She, oh, uh, the way them girls was talking about you? Yeah, I ain't interested in them girls. And da-da-da. They in their extra country as fuck. And it's like, fam, y'all ain't have to make them get together. Y'all didn't. Big L wanted her. Give her to Big L. Like, that was the plan. That's the only reason she even worked there. That was fake Drake uh, playing to get her on the show. Come on, Yo, be my girl on my show is my girl. Come on, man. Like, dog, is that nepotism when you bring your girl on your show? Dickmatism. She was sucking dick. I'm never getting over. I was so mad at his wife, dog. And I here's the thing: we've been mad at Andre for a season and a half, nigga. You've your mad is solidified. But this one, sorry, fam, you wrong, shorty. You wrong, wife. You sucking dick naked. <laughs> <laughs> like God damn. Like y'all niggas got completely like God damn. Yo, y'all least, was at least they had your clothes on. <laughs> y'all was double butt ass, nigga. Like That's fucking wow. Double butt ass. Y'all, I'm never uh, choking a nigga my wife cheating with while he butt ass. Nigga. Now you belly the back with a nigga. Yeah, nah. Put your pants on so I can kill you, bro. <laughs> like, put your pants on first, nigga. I'm not. I'm not killing this man naked, dog. It's not what we doing. He like, oh, and then what the hell up? Didn't he say some greasy shit when he first fucking choked him up? Nigga choked him up. He said something like, are you surprised? Like, bitch, do you know I will throw you out the window? Are you alive? Fam. (laughs) Kill your dumb ass. Bro. Then he like, can I at least put my clothes on? Boy, you finna die. Yo, they'll put they'll handle all that shit down at the funeral. Yeah, no, nah, you put a whole uh suit on you at Swanson's. They put half that bitch on you. Come on, nigga. Swanson's will leave you butt ass on the bottom, nigga. Just in case you gotta get your dick sucked by a doctor. <laughs> we, we we both been tested. Dirty ass Yo. face. Nigga, I've been wearing a mask. I wore a mask for two years. I ain't never had that dirty hey. ass shit on my fucking face. I'm like, like a raccoon. I'm like, ma'am, all you gotta do is like I'm like, dude, she got a disease? Is she sick? You remember they was talking all the uh it was like a whole bunch of videos and shit of like nurses and doctors back when quarantine first hit. Uh and they was like pulling their mask off and showing like the raw cause they was wearing their shit like thirty plus hours c- consecutively and they gotta wear it real tight. But I'm like, loosen it up a little bit, cause you shouldn't bruise. Now wash your face. That too. But you shouldn't you, bruise. You can keep the same mask, but wash your fucking face. Yeah, man. I don't I don't so y'all just fucking with a dirty face. And you not finna suck my dick with, with that face. fucking face uh, rash. You got a rash. Bitch, we gonna ration the dick suck, nigga, because you got a rash. You not giving me no head in your husband's bed with your face red, nigga. First and foremost, I'm not fucking with no women who got boyfriends and no women who have husbands. I am 100% trying to get murdered. not doing that shit in the home that they live in. Oh my God, the disrespect! Like you will get murdered. The disrespect. That's that's fam. I've seen. We watch movies, uh, damn near for a living for this pod. Movies and TV shows. I've seen too much, nigga. <laughs> like no, you not finna. No, no. Your husband is not coming home on me and you because you horny and want to get back because he unattentive. Get a divorce. And then call me. If I'm your soulmate who your mama liked and wanted to be with you and we work together so you want to suck my dick, get a divorce and call me. Yo. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. I bet you never <laughs> I bet you never guessed in a million years what I just saw happening. It probably still is. Snuck Man. in my crib, some nigga fucking my wits. They saw Man. I saw them. They ain't see me. I duck and I slid. Y'all gotta listen to Nas Undying Love, because that's exactly how this story would have ended. Or if you don't want to listen to Undying Love, 
Go listen to D'Angelo Shit damn motherfucker Cause it ends the same way As Nas Undying Love Nigga Motherfuckers is dying Dog We not playing that game bro We elope <laughs> We elope Come on man Come on man Um Yo man Patino life GRO casino dice At the Mirage Vegas strip Neon lights Only person on here That got a redeeming quality man Is uh DJ never scared My nigga just out here Getting his money Living life He on the radio That nigga shit on his old friend As soon as new money came around He's like <laughs> no. I ain't fuck with you niggas no DJ more DJ never scared yeah, yeah send me that track Yeah, yeah no nah, yeah, you, You'd have been out here You send me that verse that nigga say, "Oh uh, shit, I'll send it tonight." Okay. <laughs> yeah, let me get. <laughs> we got room keys. Let me get Meg the Stallion on your song. Fuck I'm like, come on, man. Nah, you over, bro? Yo, Meg gonna come on here acting terribly. I already could. I could feel it. I wonder if she go. I wonder if she going <laughs> if she gonna act in her rap voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, Meg, Meg got a three-year career right now. I've heard two songs from Meg Thee Stallion. Shit is, the internet is wild, dog. It's a wild place. Nigga, Saweetie got full, like, like sponsorship deals and marketing. I've heard one song from Saweetie, nigga. And the bitches, all the songs, shout out to Sweetie. She's a very attractive woman. Very. Um, but all the songs I heard from her were songs I used to listen to in the early 2000s. And she graduated from USC. Like, you like, you all right. Shit, shout to Meg. You just graduated from TSU. Like, you all right. Y'all niggas is cool. <sighs> this music, you know. And Meg, I actually think, can rap. I just ain't heard no music. Like, she, I hear more about the antics than I do about, ooh, party picked her up in the club and swung her around. Pick me up. I was so tired of y'all. Y'all was irritating as fuck. Hope DJ never scared pick her up in the club and twirl her around, nigga. Anyway, um... Why old boy uh the uh one nigga Keyshawn manager, why that nigga be talking like T.I.? Who is he? Is that ain't he somebody in real life? His name is Blue Sam. He been a lot of black shit. Like black content. I thought he was like an actual producer playing. No, no, no. He an actor. He been in a lot of black shit. He's in like mad movies on uh what's my app that I always talk about on here? Um uh the black shit. All black. All black. He in mad shit on All Black. He got a show on there that got like two seasons. Um, bunch of movies on there. He been a lot the of shit. Nigga looks so creepy. I'm waiting for him to rape somebody at all times. He seems like he'll he rape giving me weird vibes. Yo, you know what's what's wild? How how protective he tried to look when old boy started to snap and lose it. Nigga gonna beat your fucking Nigga, man. did you see next week? No, the preview? Never. So on the preview for I next week. I might not ever see it. At, hey, <laughs> I wouldn't be upset. The preview for next week, uh, Keyshawn, he was like, yo, we ready to start the second leg of the tour. And Keyshawn was like, I ain't been home in two weeks. I got to go home and see my babies. That nigga said, no, what you need to do is get in that fucking car. Like, he can't. He flipped on her. And I said, yep, I've been waiting on the ball to drop on that nigga, bro. Man, you clearly, she's a victim. You can make her do whatever you want to do. She's an abused, like, she. But that, he noticed that this episode. He yeah. saw it. And then next week, because he saw it and he tried to protect it. Only next week to fucking uh, use it against her, man. But all that said, yo, P-Valley, man, look, I don't know what this show was about. I was very entertained by season one. I thought y'all pushed the limits in a in a creative way. But now I'm wondering if y'all are actually creative enough 
to develop this into a story because it seems like what you created was somebody else's creation. And it seems like y'all niggas is running out of fucking space to move around, man. That's what I'm getting. If I'm wrong, prove me wrong. But through fucking four episodes, y'all look like y'all just out there trying shit to see if it's sticking. So far, shit ain't sticking, man. It's just not sticking, bro. Sorry. Um, Let's talk about episode one of the shy, man, before we get up out of here, yo. Uh... Thought this was a pretty good episode, man. It wasn't bad. I was so disappointed when it started on. Oh, for with uh, Keisha for something that you mentioned um, last week. Okay, when we were talking about uh, men and women characters um, not needing to have a sexual relationship and mm-hmm. just being friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the TV show we was talking about, uh, but like. Everything don't have to be that way. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm making them together and shit, bro. Like the the length of that scene, it was like you couldn't tell me. Like me and Shorty was sitting up there, like, yo, when the fuck did they get back together, dog? Like, and then like it was a point where I think Shorty even said, like, this got to be a dream. Like you can't leave the dream sequence, go to real life, and then go back to the dream sequence, fam, fam. And it was, the dream sequence was so fucking long, dog. Like. It was to a point where I was like, yo, they really got them back together. That's wild. And then when you realize it was a dream, it was like, fam, like, why y'all do that? Why y'all do that? Because don't even play with that. But I am oh, glad that was, it was a dream. It was Pete Valley. It was um. Oh, we talking Little about Murder Keyshawn and, and Lil Murder. Murder. That's yeah. what it was. Yep, yep. Which I'm like, I also found it a bit unrealistic. I know Lil Murder left to go record his shit and maybe went to another room. But I'm like... Mm, whatever little motel in Birmingham y'all was at, and I know because I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, and there ain't a lot of motherfucking hotels there. That's the greatest. So you heard through them walls, your man yelling. Your man, you didn't go that far to not hear your man in there going crazy. Fam, you protective as shit of Keyshawn, but you also protective of your man's. Like, you ain't come back and say, yo, because you could see Wody trying to calm nigga down. Now we understand that that, that that weird look they gave each other when they got out of prison. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, what's up with that look? Yeah, that but it ain't make sense then. But now it's like, oh, okay, this is y'all on. Like, bro, they was wildin', dog. Like, they was wildin'. That was just, it was such a deviation from, like, what y'all been doing. But whatever, we, we back on the shy. So, the shy... Kind of picked up right where we left off, man. Tiffany moving out of Image Crib. Why she mad, though? Like, why she mad? Yes, I get it. He fucked down before y'all got engaged, and then he got engaged to you as kind of a reaction to that. And I get that. But as your husband, that nigga's actually been fucking picture perfect. And to add to his picture perfection, he went ahead and told you some shit he ain't need to tell you. He had got away with it, and his daddy and Dom wasn't going to say nothing. And then accepted everything that you wanted me to do. Come on, man. Yo, you want to do an open marriage? Okay. I ain't really with it, and I probably ain't going to open up shit on my end. But okay, man, if that's what make you happy, cool. Go fuck Iman Shumper then. Yo, man. I mean, at this point, all right, nigga, go. I'm about to keep running around Come you. Come on. I'm not finna fucking keep I've begging hit, you to be a good wife to me, man. Like I've, hit, I've hit better than you. Come on, dog. Yo, you couldn't. And he said it to his pops. Yo, man, had me in here cooking cheese. Nah, his pops kept it real. I was keeping cooking cheese eggs, doing this, doing that. Pops said, yo, you should have been doing that from the beginning. True. That's a fact. And what, what, what was so interesting in me is, was you expecting her household to live, look like this? Because this is not the same girl from season one. Yeah. You didn't come from a good home in season one. Nah, and yeah, now your mom is 
fucking uh, Pastor Woodbine on this mug. You know what I'm saying? Mom's got a nice crib. Y'all even disappeared a whole baby that y'all was pregnant with. Facts. Yo, salute to uh, Tiffany and Emmett's son. He took his hat off this episode. It's the same little boy. Took his hat off, and his head was not weird-shaped. I guess they did right by keeping that hat on for three seasons, man. Salute to y'all. Um, I don't like Tiffany. At all. I don't she, like her she's character. Not a, she's not like a likable character. I don't like her character. And it's fucked up because I actually used to like her character. It's interesting because she's not a likable character, and they wrote it that way. Yeah, like y'all made her worse. Because when, like when her and Emmett finally got it together and they was working it out and all that... I was like, yo, man, I'm really happy to see this because she deserved a good Emmett and he deserved a good Tiffany. And then y'all just made her shitty. And I'm like, yo, that's kind of trash, dog. And like progress. Y'all ain't let up. This the same girl that used to let a, a, a random nigga beat up on her. Come on, man. Have black eyes and shit. This this the, this the girl. Come on, man. The girl that would let a nigga beat the fuck up, beat her up, have black eyes is the one saying telling to another man. Let's have an open relationship. And now this you don't gotta, even that don't even match. Them personalities don't match. That confidence don't match. And like you gotta, you gotta, like you said, a sex addiction. Like, what is you looking for, dog? You got a whole young kid. You just moved in with your mom. Two days later, you moving into a mom shepherd house. And how about this? You want to move out? My kid ain't going nowhere. Come you on. need yo, to do something. Yo, bro. Again, kind of what we just said about Andre on P Valley. Niggas with backbone. Why Emmett won't step the fuck up and say, fam, you not taking my... You don't have a job, nigga. You not taking my weed. kid where, bro? You sell weed, Come on, nigga. bro. You don't got a dispensary. You sell weed, nigga. You not taking my son nowhere, fam. Sorry. You had my son back when I wasn't shit and I ain't had my shit together. Guess what? I got us this crib now. I got y'all crib. Nigga, I, I run a fucking store. Come on. I kicked Sonny out his restaurant. Store? Well, he kicked Sonny out the restaurant. Yeah, but they they, they, they restaurant now. Yeah, now it's right. him and Lala bought it. And apparently, oh, I'm like, is Lala going to be back on her? Hold the fuck up. What's hold that? the fuck up. Let's talk about Lala Anthony. Oh, her being your age? She just celebrated her her, her, her 40th, 40th birthday. Quote. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo Anthony's 39 years old. Yeah, Carmelo's our age. Like, remember when they got together? It was a thing about him being so much younger than her. Yeah. How the fuck y'all one year Fam, apart? You just turned 40 in April, right? Yeah. When you was first introduced to Lala. I was in high school. You was in high school. She was on TV. Was she not already a VJ? TRL. You should have You should have been. Like, come on. You son. wasn't 15-year-old VJ, bro. Cut it out. Like, cut it you out. You literally was 20-something then. Like, cut it out. Come on, nah. And how did Carmelo get so old? I, I always like, knew him and Brian was a year apart because you remember the hype when all them niggas was going to uh, college and shit. So I knew Brian was my age and Melo was a year ahead of me. Brian come in the league in 03? Yeah. In 03, I was out of high school. Yeah. And I just graduated a year before. So, like, how's, how is Carmelo Anthony 40? I mean, 39 years old. Yeah, he a year ahead because he did a year at school at Syracuse. Oh, yeah. Brian was straight out of high school. Yeah, yeah, that's where they shit got separated right there. That one year was mellow year at Syracuse where they got the chip, man. Um, Lala, you was nasty then. You was also twenty five then. You not forty now. The math ain't math. Like, stop it. And I get yo, you you. No, I don't get it. It's you, like no, 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 no. You can be. I your get own you age. trying to look 
younger and you're dressing younger and you had your you had your work and your surgeries and you got it. That's cool, man. Lala ain't looking bad. I ain't she ain't get like bad jobs. I hate that you turning yourself into a Kardashian because she looked more like Khloe Kardashian than Khloe Kardashian looked like Khloe Kardashian. But whatever. That's all well and good. Don't sit up here and tell me you just turned forty. You did not come out of class two thousand, my nigga. Let's be real. Like, stop it. Nah, la la ninety seven, maybe a ninety six. You're not a class of two thousand, dog. Stop it. Like, come on, come on, man. Stop it. Like, she wasn't at Jay Johnson's forty year old birthday bash. You know what I'm not, saying? Like, she, she just wasn't there, bro. Like, she was not there. She was not at the forties. She thinks she the forty god. Come on now. You keep on lying about your age, then maybe you won't get to that number. God be like, oh, you don't want to be older? All right, we'll stop you right here. Man, man, man. La la, relax. Just relax. Relax on the age. Because here's the thing. Nobody ever thought you was, like, just turning 40. So you ain't got to tell me you turning 40. Look, You look crazy. Man. Because like, you look bad for your age. You li- If that's the case. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that sounded harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was too harsh. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That was bold. Yo, Vincent that was Price mean. thriller laugh. That, that was, was funny <laughs> as fuck. That was too mean, man. I, I I got carried away. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. And Jay said, you know what? My bad. My I'm bad. Sorry. That was too much, man. But stop lying, though. Yeah, no, I don't like being lied to, bro. Because if you just turned 40, it's also weird that you was fucking Emmett on this show. Disgusting. Because that's wild, too. Cause Emmett supposed to be fucking twenty two, um, yo man. Uh, let's. I'll say this about the Luke James Trig situation. I'm glad they got that proposal that they showed in the pre- uh, preview, the trailer. I'm glad they got out the way early so we didn't have to wait to see who the fuck is he asking to marry him. Nobody, nigga, because Jasmine ain't on this bitch no more. Uh, Imani, whatever her name was on the show. Um, she gone Cause Luke beat up The nigga that killed Ronnie Why Yo Why dog won't play a happy character On nothing Nigga Power Tommy The Shy I just seen him in some other shit That me and Shorty watched over the weekend And we both was like Yo is that the nigga that killed Ronnie Like that nigga I get it He from Chicago for real But nigga he is angry and everything I'm like is Is he phoning him he might be phoning them, dog. I I don't fucking like that nigga's attitude, but apparently Luke don't like the nigga attitude either. Cause, yo, I really want them niggas to stop this fantasy bullshit. This whole democratic defund the police. No, we bought the community. No. Do this no. is some fucking bullshit. No, my favorite part is uh, Jason Weaver with it. Yo, salute to them making Jason Weaver eyes less dark. He still look old as shit, but they unblackened the eye makeup around his eye because they had him like raccoonish last year and it looked weird. Um, So salute to whoever stopped doing that. I think Jason Weaver say, yo, I used to be you. Him and Lala went to school together. (laughs) Singing in fucking Lion King together. Jason Weaver just turned 40. Yo, Jason Weaver a real legend out here. 100%. Nigga, I'm Simba and Michael Jackson. Like, Like, come on. Be better than me. Try that. Come on, nigga. Jason Weaver, the only nigga can be Ray J. You know that that's not Michael Jackson's real voice? Yeah. That, that nigga voice deep as fuck. Now, Michael Jackson and Prince have two of the deepest voices in the whole world. Like, that nigga made that shit up. Yeah. To fuck with niggas. Like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, nigga, did you watch the uh, the um, 30 for 30 on the M1 mixtapes? Yeah. <laughs> nigga, hot sauce at Michael Jackson crib was the greatest shit alive. Crazy, dog. Hot sauce say, nah, they invited me out to Neverland, <laughs> nigga. 
next thing you know, he got Mike in the picture. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, that's the culture. <laughs> Listen to DJ Hooklick's story about, about uh, Mike. Mike. Oh, Jackson. no, I've heard who Mike. kid talk about Mike. Mike a nigga. <laughs> Mike Mike's a nigga. Dog. He from Gary. Come on, bro. That nigga sound like... Uh, Mike, Mike, Freddie Gibbs, OG. Freddie Gibbs, I couldn't think. He Freddie Gibbs, OG. I'm call nigga Gary Gibbs and shit. Yo, bro, did you know Freddie Gibbs played college football? No, my nigga, my homeboy. Who think that nigga went to college, bro? My homeboy, Gangster Gibbs, stop it. My homeboy uh, played at Ball State back in the day. It's one of my older homies, dog. And he posted a Throwback Thursday the other day, and it was him and Gibbs in the locker room. Gibbs got his pads on, jersey on. He looked like the coach just told that nigga you lost us the game. Gibbs looked sick. And I was like, wait, two things. One, Gibbs got hair. Two, who the fuck knew this nigga played at fucking Ball University or Ball State University? I was like, fam, I, I would have never guessed in a million years Freddie Gibbs went to college and played NCAA ball. Like, what? I thought he'd been trapping since. Come on, man. All right, Gibbs. I, was, I literally commented like, yo, you... Killing that nigga whole story right now. Cause when the fuck was this nigga Gibbs out there playing receiver, nigga? I mean, Shook did too. I mean, Shook Shook got them, he made the Miami Dolphins for a hot second. Hey man, Shook shot me. You know, you know the vibes. Um, yo, Kevin just do what he want in their house. And nobody says nothing, dog. That nigga smoking. Only thing is you can't smell them pins. Eh. You kind of can though in a closed space, dog. No, niggas and brought some pins in here on the low, and that didn't. You ain't low. know. No, them pins be. I don't know what is it, what it is about because it's oil uh, versus uh, the actual smoke. The smoke, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what they doing with the with old girl? Like, why she here? It don't make sense. She, I don't think she should be here. She decided, she got adopted. I get that. Uh, who was her brother? Um, who was playing her brother? It wasn't uh, rapper nigga. Yeah, why well, I want to? I keep wanting to say Vince Staples and no, um, but it started with a V, wasn't it? God damn it, Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa, that was her brother on here. Uh, Didn't he shoot a nigga? Yeah, he killed a nigga and dipped. Yeah. <laughs> nigga said, "Yo, Trig, your program don't work, nigga." Bow and got the fuck out of Dodge. Um, but it just don't make sense that she's staying with Kevin and them, and Kevin like her and harboring a crush, getting mad at Papa for flirting. Papa love him a, a thick one, don't he? Well, any girl that Kevin like, one of the homies gonna take her. I mean, that's on. That's literally on phone now. Papa nigga. then took two. He trying to take the second. Papa said, "Yo, this your girl right here." Oh shit! What was your name? And I know you from where? Elementary school. Yo, so it took me a while. It actually was my uh, like later in the in the episode that I forgot or remembered that Jake don't go to their school no more because dude, I got the fuck on and he went back to live with Trig. Shit, I was right about. I told you, old boy wasn't dead. Oh, uh, old dog from uh, fucking uh, yeah, damn it, season one. What show he was on? Uh, in real, he used to be on Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. That's what that nigga was from. Um, and like oh, mad shit, other he shit. Was a yeah, he Jump Street he didn't captain. look like that. Nigga, he was in uh, he looked exactly like that in fucking what we just was talking about with Coaches Coolie He was in that too. That's wild, bro. And he's had the same face. For 50 fucking years. But, uh, yeah, he was the captain on 21 Jump Street, man. And uh, he was probably, season one especially, he might have been like like 1B, my favorite character. Because he was believable in the shit he was doing. And they just disappeared him. Yeah, he got the fuck on. But I did remember, 
I remember they said like it was like a rumor, like the nigga or no, that's he came back from living in the Bahamas. That's what it was. Like he had got the fuck on, and yeah, they disappeared, and we didn't know what happened, bro. But he back, dude, I back, and apparently the sixty third Street gang is back because these was the two leaders. So them he niggas, the dude, I went to get some help. <laughs> yeah, them niggas popped up at Tracy crib. Don't bring because both Tracy, both of y'all old work. Like we was both fucking. Like nigga. Dog that uh Coogie snatched the chain off of, that's dog son. Dude I just was piping the other day. Now Trig finna start piping probably. She she said all that shit about old boy who killed Ronnie. Like, yo, that's the guy who killed Ronnie. I remember looking up from Ronnie's body and seeing his face. And he said, That's for Coogie, da da da. The whole time I'm sitting there like, nigga, Trig and Jason Weaver don't know what the fuck you talking about. Jason Weaver was locked up, and Trig was in fucking uh, uh, Chukalisa, Chukalisa. <laughs> nigga, Trig killed the nigga the second he stepped on screen. Oh, How so, he you, so why you, is he this great orator and, no, no, and peacemaker? No, no, no. Beyond that, beyond that. Because I ain't mad at Trig turning his life around and not wanting to kill nobody no more. But Imani, you going to leave me when you see me beating the kid up? When you help me shoot niggas when we came on the scene? You helped me shoot niggas and we stole my fucking uh, stepbrother or half-brother uh, Mercedes, his G-Wagon. And we was shooting niggas out the G-Wagon, trapping out the G-Wagon. We was trapping out your hair salon. And now you ain't coming back? You going to stay in St. Louis? Really? If you don't take your ass back to Kankakee. Like, come on. That's where they was from. Not Chuck Lisa. Kankakee. Um, to my ex from Kankakee. Man, <laughs> that was the funniest story, dog. That was one of that was one of our better shy episodes. That one that was titled Kinky Key, Key. dog. That shit was funny, dog. Um, what else happened over here, man? Uh, Jake tried out for the basketball team. Why? When this nigga start hooping? Why? He apparently he didn't. Apparently he didn't. Then they got out there and was terrible. I feel like he hooped in one episode and then got beat up. He was hooping with uh with Trig when he first came back. Yeah, because he hit that nigga Trig like. Or Trig hit him like, I remember when I was out on these courts and I seen a nigga over there and I had to body a nigga and get up. Jake was like, yeah, I remember that story. I heard you killed the nigga right there or beat a nigga up over there. Trig was like, yeah, but I don't do that no more. It's the only time Jake ever picked the ball up, bro. He's never done that. He don't got no role models, nobody to coach him. Nigga, <laughs> nigga Kevin said, you ain't practice? Nigga said, nah, why I do that? Okay, bro. Okay. Oh girl, uh Yo, why he hold Gemma like that though? That was why, funny. Why she on the show? Why she bring cake to a basketball trial? I don't know. And why why her daddy? Your, your daddy just got beat the fuck up. He don't know who did no, it. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, Let's talk about her dad. Cause her dad was dead. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I thought he was dead too. No, no, no. The world thought her dad was dead, bro. Now he just got a couple scratches. This nigga got two scars on his head and a cane. And he back and was like giving her bars. Like he was being a good dad in that situation. I like how he was talking to her. Nigga, you're a ghost. This ghost dad. You ghost dad. You and Bill Cosby. Oh, boy, dad. don't got to be gone when you alive and not telling. Because the bro. tape only means something if. Come on, bro. Trig, the only nigga with the tape. Nigga, dude, I shot me. Nigga, I, I ain't saying that. So here was two things that I thought about niggas not telling. If her dad not telling on dude, I, and Tracy not telling on Ronnie Killer. Then why the fuck do anybody got a problem with niggas being around? Tracy, you ain't told on this nigga. You ain't snitch. You ain't gave a composite sketch. Let that little boy come up here and work so he don't get in no more trouble. He killed Ronnie over Coogie. Hey, guess what? Ronnie killed Coogie. It's an eye for a motherfucking eye, nigga. It is what it is. You killed my man. 
You think I'm going to just let you kill my man? You a 50-year-old dude with a bad accent? No, you don't get to kill my friend. You out of here. Sorry, Ronald. You did, nigga. And I let you eat your sonny's chicken before I did it. Because I'm a real nigga. Yo, man. The show ain't been right since Sonny got booted from his restaurant, dog. They bring Sonny back. This shit might be solvable, man. Nigga, Sonny and Tommy land. Come on, man. Sonny soul is over at that other bar. He got nigga. a restaurant. He went serving, to another restaurant. Sonny over at the bar serving drinks. Sonny, uh, he a star tender. Sonny is star tender, man. Fuck. Hate that for my dog, yo. Um, what else happened this episode? Uh, yo. You didn't kill this son and you, you want him to be walking around and shit. Uh, Kendrick said, um, if somebody kill my son, that means somebody getting killed. <laughs> Tell me what you do for love. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Um, why uh why Kevin and their mama don't like them still? Cause Keisha said, "Yo, I just want to go, you know, live in the dorm." And I, well, if y'all want to be in the house, then get the fuck out. Like she was well, so she mad, did, bro. Well, she did mumble on her breath. Like I hate it here. And that's when she was like, "What well, if you don't hate it, get the fuck out. Like, I'm actually leaving. I am like, doing that. Fam, they mama just don't like them, dog. She's so mad that they exist. Fucking like cheater. Right. Like, yo, are we supposed to just forget that mom fucked the brat? Is that just over? She's like, oh, shit, my bad. I accidentally cheated. Because you, was- you fucked the D-A-B-R-A-T? Like, come on, man. It started with that on the song. <laughs> that shit started. Yo, I thought that and was like. Oh, y'all really going to do this to Nina? Side note, um, P-Valley started with mask off because everybody yep. had their mask off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I peeped the game. I peeped the game. Mask off was banging, though. That shit was hard. That was probably the best part of the episode, nigga. Um, and what old girl asked that nigga where his mask was. Because I said, are you fucking serious? You was just sucking dick, and you worried about my mask? And he said, you ain't had no mask on when you was just sucking his dick? <laughs> we been vaccinated. Fan, yeah, go get me some COVID real quick. I'm about to inject this nigga with all the COVID in the world, dog. Um, let's talk about Keisha, dog. Specifically, that scene with old boy. Uh, well, her texting old boy, sending that voice note. First of all, rewind a little bit. Do you feel like she got slightly influenced by that convo with Tiffany? Yes, Tiffany's a horrible person. Because she was fucking texting with dog. He was like, yo, you want me to come look at the dorm with you? Nah, Tiffany gonna go with me. And then after that convo... Tiffany say, "Uh, what you want him to be your man or something? Nah, why not? Come join this single life with me. Why not? Why y'all want him to be your man? What's wrong with that? He been whatever he been this whole time. The nigga you uh, to take your kid to live with another nigga. You finna take your kid to live with uh, um, fucking Iman Shepard, and like, you telling me how to live my life? You think that's fine for your kid to be around another man like that? Like you about to live with him?" Yeah, I, I didn't like the vibes. I didn't like the vibes at all. I didn't like the vibes. Like, but you're telling you, Keisha what to do with her son. She finna you, move in a dorm with her son. And you, you, take a, you take the kid from his home with both mm-hmm. his parents, then move him into your mama's house, mm-hmm. then you move him to another nigga's house. Yo, give that boy some stability. His head already fucked up. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Let him stay with his father. Fam, why y'all want him to so, stay with his dad? He don't end up like Emmett did with no father. Come on, man. And now that Emmett has a dope relationship with his father, it would be a great time for your son to learn from his father. Like, come on, bro. This shit ain't fucking rocket science, man. Um, <sighs> Jada, why you do suede that dirty that quick? 
What did Sway do? Why your hair gray? Why you got the uh the uh Cadillac Records Beyonce wig on? Why you about to cheat with your old? You Edda James. Quick, that quick. You like, cheating with your old with Darnell because he put a shower head in. Cause Swade said, yo, I fix everything else around this motherfucker, but when I ask you, should I move in? You say, no, nah, I like being alone, da da da. And then I say die in a couple years. If that. You about to be alone for a long fucking time. I'm up here helping your ass back to fucking health. That nigga Next say, time you fall, don't call me. Yeah, I feel like like I'm just a glorified task rabbit. What? Nah. And then five minutes later, Darnell come put your shower head in and now you fucking? Cause he said, yo, I, I switched up the pressure a little bit so you could play with yourself in the so that's worth getting some ass, really. Yeah, it's a wild time. They man. turned Jada into a, a not likable character either. And I really hate it because I think that actress, like, season one and two, I thought she was good. And I was, like, ready for them to do somewhere. Yo, we ain't, we ain't reviewed a show with any kind of morals. And I don't know how long. We can't keep watching all this shit with no morals and then being in relationships and wondering why them shits don't go right. Man, man. Because, like, you just keep seeing bad behavior performed in front of you. And make it natural and make man. it seem commonplace. Shit, man. I'm just I for as straight as I thought this episode was, like it was straight. It wasn't bad to me. It wasn't it wasn't a horrible episode. Definitely one of the better episodes of the shy in a couple seasons. Um why is Kevin still tripping over Ronnie and you ain't even kill him? Why is Kevin still doing drugs, bro? Like I'm concerned with I mean, his weed. Nah. Cause I don't like it off the you was just an alcoholic. I get it, but kids smoke it's, weed. It's a unfortunate lie, bro. because it, we made that shit. We normal made weed cool, yeah. Like yeah. This, this, everything perverse is now normal. Why all the motherfuckers who be like saying like, nigga, I'm a smoker. I smoke weed, nigga. I know. I'm looking at your face. You look fucking great, nigga. Relax, your ugly ass. Um. <sighs> what else happened this episode? Tracy, them niggas ran back up on her. She not gonna snitch. So was they finna run stoves on Tracy? Is that the plan? Like sixty? Is she about to get initiated in the sixty third? We bike, damn dog. And bi, yeah, B-I, like bye. yeah, both of us, yeah. Them niggas was back on. That nigga said, "Yo, I came back to finish what I started." Nigga, wasn't your plan to kill the niggas who killed your son? Like from the back. <laughs> you gonna finish what you started from the back? But nigga, yo, you finished what you started. By killing the niggas who killed your son. Where Candy? You literally did that. Yo, I don't want to see Candy back on the show. Especially after it's that escape versus. This is about to be a foursome. Oh, man. Yo, if Candy meet uh, 21 Jump Street, nigga, ooh-wee, she giving the pussy up to 63rd. Lena going to do some Lena shit. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. A gangbang is coming, nigga, and it's going to be a literal gangbang. It's going to be 63rd. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, shit. Um... Yo, man, the shy. I'ma lay off the jokes only because y'all, y'all were number two on our list of shows this week as far as fucking uh, entertainment value goes. So salute to a good first episode of the shy. I hope that as the season progresses, um, I do agree with AJ. They lighten up the camera a bit, and with that lighter camera, the mood felt a little lighter. But it also felt random when certain shit happened, like Trig beating up old boy, the little boy. That felt random to me. I didn't think he was gonna react like that. With the lighter camera, nigga. That was some last season activity. Why you throw a brick to my window, my nigga? Like I'm fucking you up. You wanted me to beat you up? And then I'm like, Trig, I have a hard time to believe you ain't see his man holding that camera the whole time. Go grab a man's right, his man's you, phone. You put it on the internet now. Now what? Yeah. I'm not the police, nigga. Nigga. What like, you trying to give me? You snitching? 
You trying on. to tell the police? Come on. Jason Weaver said, Shorty, I used to be you. I said, nigga, this is not going to work. Ain't never been you, my nigga. He is not. That nigga said, I don't want to work no regular ass job, nigga. <laughs> he is the angriest little nigga alive, dog. That little nigga grew up to become an angry man on Martin, bro. Um, Yo, Lena, one episode in. I'm not mad at you, dog. And and right now you're doing better than Katori Hall on P Valley. So salute to you. Hopefully you keep going in the right direction. Uh, last minute thing, man. I saw you watch Martin the uh, reunion, man. What was your thoughts, bro? Man, that shit was perfect, though. It was great. It was great. Well, what's up with Martin? I don't know why Martin looks like that, man. Like he ain't him he ain't. and uh, Tisha Campbell look a little well, off Campbell. to me. No, but they like it. Look like sums up like the faces don't look comfortable. Martin ain't look normal in years. Yeah, yeah. He um, sound like he he act like a clone. He don't never really have an actual. It don't conversation. feel happy. He all, his conversations all surface levels. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, thank you, thank you. And he'll say something little tiny. Yeah. He don't. He, he ain't been like I ain't seen him look normal since Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. That literally was the last one, man. Um. Because like, Bad Boys 2 looked, or 3 looked. He still looked off. Yeah, yeah, that definitely looked off. Uh, salute to Cole and to Sheena Arnold for looking normal. Um, Bruhman looked, I was happy to see Bruhman. Bruhman old as fuck. Bruhman old as fuck, man. That window tore his ass up, boy. Um, shout out to uh, Shirley Hemphill from What's Happening. So for those that don't know, uh, Shirley Hemphill... They used Big Shirley. That was kind of an ode to her on the show. But to kind of lean back a little bit into Martin's career, he's talked about this before. Um, when he moved from D.C. to L.A. to try to pop off in comedy, shit wasn't working. He couldn't find, like, a job to maintain his life. And uh, he was about to move back to D.C. And what's happening had just gone off the air. But Shirley Hemphill was still pretty popular at the time. And was about to go on a comedy tour. So she gave that nigga Martin enough money to pay his rent for the rest of the year and said, stay here, man. Save that nigga's whole shit. Same time, salute to her. Because she was on it. Martin is arguably the best sitcom of all time. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. We've talked about Martin in First Prince. Sitcom stands for situational comedy. I think it's a better situational comedy than Fresh Prince. Yeah. Fresh Prince, after a while, turned into a dramedy, which is still great. Yeah, it's a Fresh, better. It's a better show. Fresh Prince was a way better show, but situational comedy. I get you. Like just watching that shit back, and I started looking I'm like, yo, growing up. Through the last 30 years, whatever you want to like, it's it's the best, dog. I think arguably. I, I, I definitely think arguably it's the best. I think that season five of Martin was just not and I get it. A lot of shit happened, a lot of shit changed, motherfuckers weren't in the same scene, but literally save for maybe like two or three episodes, season five, um, it just didn't feel great, man. It it didn't it felt like something was up and it was going off. But I do agree with you that it's definitely arguably one of the best sitcoms ever. Um some of the greatest characters ever. Like laugh per laugh like And then I know, you know, there are people who are maybe more known for it. Eddie Murphy and all, but if you don't give Martin his credit for the amount of fucking different characters that he portrayed, like 
That felt like different people. That felt like completely different people. Um, the the tone to each one of those characters was totally different. These were not. This wasn't one actor playing a bunch of people. This was literally a bunch of different fucking characters on one show. Um, salute to Martin, man. Salute to everybody that put on that reunion. I didn't love uh, fucking uh, what's dog that hosted it. I always forget his name, man. Yeah. I thought he did a good job. I, I he ain't do a bad job. I give him that. I just didn't love him. I don't know. Something the energy felt off at times. He just looked like a cartoon character. That could be it. It also could have been the pink suit throwing me off. Like I didn't really understand that. Um, but he held his own in front of some legends, man, and I'm glad that he was able to do that. Uh salute to Cole, salute to Sheena Arnold. They look like they've been doing I in life, man. Tashina been on mad shit, so we know what the vibes is there. And Cole's been touring since forever. Um it's just good, man. It was a feel good reunion. I have nothing really bad to say about it at all, man. I was just glad that they did it. I also was glad that they shut down any fucking talks about doing a reboot. Cause you don't need to reboot Martin, nigga. Like that's just not a thing. No. And I don't need niggas coming on here acting like Martin, who ain't Martin. That's what made Martin unique, nigga. Is he was the only one of his kind, man. Um, yo, man, great fucking show. Produced a lot of legendary actors, a lot of legendary comedians. Uh, salute to Tommy Davidson. Probably my favorite all time episode was that Varnell Hill two parter, man. Um, he came back on. He he was he couldn't quite hit them notes. You know what I'm saying? But it was just good to see Tommy Davidson in the building uh, and good to see all the actors who chimed in via via video, man. So salute to the Martin special. Uh, if you haven't watched it on BET+, Plus, go ahead and check it out. If you don't have BET+, Plus, you can do like my mama and go to your Amazon and get a free trial through Prime real quick and then cancel your Prime as soon as it's over. Um, let us know what y'all thought about this episode of the pod. Let us know what y'all thought about P-Valley, uh, The Shy, Flatbush misdemeanors, man. Yo, and on the Flatbush misdemeanors tip, if you watching that show because of this pod, let us know. Um, Because they don't have a lot of activity on the socials. Like, Kevin, Dan, like, I be going to they shit. It's like, oh, these niggas got, like, a thousand followers, nigga. Like, Dan likes every tweet I mention him. Hey, man, and uh, I went to Kevin Iso shit. His shit was so bare. I was like, yo, is this really him? But it was really him, dog. And I was like, all right, man, we might could actually make a wave with this one, dog. So if you're watching Flatbush because of this pod, let us know, man. I want to try to do something with that information. But hit us up, This Week in Culture, across all the socials, thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com if you want to send in a voice note or a BlackBerry letter. Um, DM us, follow us on everything, man. Till next week, I'm Ant, that's Jay, This Week in Culture, episode 245. We out.